everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2. It's your boy Schultz. Uh, I'm here at Akash Singh. I'm here at Mark Gagnon. Uh, Alex Media is in Colombia. So if you notice that the color is a little bit different or the sound is a little different, um, you know, he did absolutely nothing to maintain the quality of the show before he went on his little bachelor party. OK, <laughs> and uh, I'll make sure to mention this once again later in the show. But uh, I'm pretty sure the WTF Media Studio shows are running just fucking fine <laughs> without him there. OK, sure. so thank you so much, Alex Media. We yep. love you so much. We <laughs> wish that it was reciprocated. We wish that you would do something to protect us and keep us you know, safe yep. while while you were away. Yes. Okay? Um, and as we said before, the color in the room also changed. The color in the yep. room also changed. It did get a little brighter. I wasn't saying it like that. Miles <laughs> is behind the board, but maybe Miles is presenting to the world in a way that he wants to see it. Yeah. You know, maybe Miles wants a little bit wider world. I yeah. mean, you're a southern fucking kid, dude. <laughs> like, you are from Florida. Miles just being here is making you paler, bro. It, the, is the it light him is reflecting, reflecting off yeah, of... it is. Wow. It really dude. is. Because I feel like a fish at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> like, I am translucent. When yes. I'm looking into the, to the monitor behind your desk Whoa. right there... I can see Biggie behind me. I see right <laughs> through me, dude. This is terrifying. Yeah, you're bro. Casper. I am Casper, bro. Yeah. What's another what's another ghost? Um uh motherfucking that's the ghost, huh? That is the ghost. <laughs> Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Name. Doesn't matter. Well, the Point ghost from is... Mario, that dude that turns around, he tries to get you every time you spin around, you know? Mario. Hey Mario, I forget his name. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Which one from the video game? Yeah, whenever you turn around, you're in the dungeon. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, man. All right, we're, we're <laughs> the references are rough. Um, guys, I just want to say, um, thank you guys so much to everybody who came out for the first shows from the Infamous tour. Dallas and Houston were sold out. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, it's just like a dream to perform in venues like that. I mean, I posted on Instagram, but like. You know, a long time ago, I said, I wrote down when I first started doing comedy that I wanted to be performing these massive venues. I wanted to have the best show in comedy. And uh, I said I was going to keep that shit in my pocket until uh, we achieved that. And um, I was able to throw that shit away this weekend. So it was very exciting. Mm. Set a new goal. And uh, I just want us to have the greatest show on earth. So that's what we're working toward every single weekend. If you want to get a little snippet of what it's like uh, to come to these shows, this is not just a stand-up show. This is This is some different shit, man. You know, so uh, just go check it out on Instagram. You can see what what's in store. A lot of you guys have tickets. You know, we're coming to Tucson this weekend, then L.A. this weekend. So uh, make sure you Andrew come check also out. asked me to come. So stop commenting on his IG. He's not leaving me out. <laughs> yes. I was going to Croatia with my wife. He asked me and I couldn't do it. So that's that. So, yes, I did ask Akash to be part of this because motherfuckers were shaming me on Reddit. It's cold <laughs> how Schultz is leaving Akash out of this. Like, that's that was my post. Up. I posted You that. did? Okay, yeah, thank yeah. God. It was yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but obviously I want Thanks all the boys. That. Yeah, I got you, dog. Come on. I'm I'll looking pay out. you back later. That's Andrew's new career goal. Have Akash come to a show. But he's a busy guy. Write <laughs> so, yeah, that on so a note card. I wanted, I wanted Akash to be there. I wanted everybody to experience this because, you know, this is rare in, in comedy that, you know, you get to – have a tour like this. This yeah. just doesn't happen. Like this is, there's a few people each generation that get to do these type of things, you know, yeah. and I wanted obviously you to, you to be part of it, but uh, you chose a vacation. So now you're dead to me. So yeah. uh, Cuck. I'll see you on Tuesdays <laughs> for the podcast. And then obviously for Patreon and then nothing else. And don't even text me. Okay? okay. Love it. All right. Enjoy fucking hyenas. Okay. Enjoy hyenas, Fresno, whatever. The hold on. Hold on. We haven't locked in hyenas yet. All okay. right. Just keep waiting. I got to get Enjoy there. that shit. Yeah. You got to okay? get there. Go. Go to those shows. You're going to see some fucking Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Uh. 
Huh? That was fire. Huh? That was You're going to see some Dallas Cows, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you actually got to do that. At like the shittiest club you do, you got to walk out with like the high school cheerleaders oh, or something like that. that, if that Relax. Like, yeah, if that wasn't a horrible look, I would do that. No, shit. you'll have yeah. the Leo open. It will be like a whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> We're comedians. We jokey jokey. Okay. Um, but yeah, but for real, that was, that was pretty awesome fucking experience, man. Like, I mean, it was just aspirational. It's cool for it me. Is, it is. It is. It is. It yeah. is. As corny as it sounds, manifest that shit, man. Put it out there, bro. Just yeah. put it the fuck out there. It is the craziest thing you could ever imagine. Just say that you're going to do it because then your brain starts finding a way there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like the address. It's like, you got to put that in your GPS in order to find a way there. If you don't even put it in, there's no reason for you to go. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of people don't put it in because they don't want to fail. Right. But fuck that. Fail. You know what I mean? Like if you fail, what was it? My mom would always say, like, if you reach for the stars, you get to the moon. Like if you yeah. failed your way to the moon, bro, you did. That's right. pretty lit. Yeah, you did. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like if Elon Musk doesn't get to Mars, but they go to the moon and he's taking humans to the moon and we're taking trips to the moon. We're going to trash Elon for that. Well, you, you got to go farther than the moon. If Why? You, if you try to get to the moon, and you fail, then you're just going to die. That's what I'm saying. He's going Mars. You got to go Neptune. Well, Mars. Why Mars? Why you, what is going on? What I'm just saying, doing? if you go What's Mars, like, son, 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 son. D- 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 don't this be nerdy about this. This is homeschool education yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you go well, the, inner, the inner orbit of yeah. Mars is actually shorter than well, the moon. It is, so. yeah. I mean, it depends if you go on a winter solstice, then it's actually the the rotation yeah, will be wrong. Up. You don't know enough about <laughs> solstice, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the point is, thank you very much. I'm, I'm just very grateful, and it was really cool. Like we were watching footage from Houston, bro, and that fucking venue in 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 Houston. I mean, it really felt like there was like a WWE show. Yeah. yeah. The way it was set up. Like, yeah. it was unfucking believable. It was just massive. And I remember watching the footage, and there's, we had these guys come through with the drones. They're, what are their names? So I get them right. They're just so fucking amazing. Andrew Mendez is one of them. Yes. That guy did my wedding. Andrew Mendez, and he had his partner there as well. My bad. I will make sure I get this down. I'll make sure we give you guys credit. But, um, and we'll get your Instagrams and all that kind of stuff. But they did the fucking drone show. And, bro, I'm watching video of me on stage. Yeah. And I cannot relate to it. Yeah. I was there doing it. Yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm going, this is an outer body experience. I I do not know what I'm experiencing. I was looking at pictures of it going, I I did not, I cannot relate to what just happened. Right. Just the size of it. Yeah. It's so weird. I mean, it was just fucking so much fun. But we hope you all had fun and, uh, you know. Yeah, we, we don't like giving away too much of it, but we were giving little snippets, and I think some people saw it. So you're you're in store for some wild shit. TheAndrewSchultz.com. Go get those tickets. We got a few cities that got some tickets left. Go get them. We'll be in them soon. I think there's a few tickets left for San Diego Late Show, Detroit. Uh, maybe Milwaukee has a few left, but, like, go get them shits now because I'm telling you, the DMs on a Friday afternoon when we got a show in Dallas, the DMs are going... Yo, how do I get a ticket? Da, 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 this, that, the other. Just go get them. Also, LA. This is important. Anybody who I know, a lot of people are traveling to the LA show. Anybody who can't make the LA show for whatever reason, um, we are allowing resale for the uh, the LA shows on Ticketmaster. Right. So if you can't make the show, I know you want to show love, you want to support. You're like, yo, I can't make it, but I'm just gonna keep the tickets and blah blah blah. There are so many people that want to buy tickets. We're getting so many DMs. Yeah. Just fucking. You can put them up for resale. Somebody else will go get them. Okay. And ideally, if it's asshole army, if it's the gang, you're not trying to screw them over. You know what yeah. I mean? Like somebody wants to experience that show. Let them experience that show, man. Like you don't have to try to fucking 
hit them over the head and prop it they're off. Not, yeah, you don't have to treat stuff. them like Jordans, even if they are like Jordans. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking great way of saying it. Anyway, um, but yeah, man, thank y'all so much. Mark, did you have fun? It was amazing. Pretty cool. Great. That's what I'm saying. It's aspirational. Like after doing that, at, like where I'm at in comedy, like being so young in it, I was like, damn, like yeah. I'm gonna quit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I already did it, bro. I got a fucking I, ring in my rookie season. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> it's funny when I was pretty early on in comedy, not as early as you, but pretty early on, I did a tour that was like an organized tour mm -hmm. that was part of like a guy code thing. No, it wasn't even part of guy code. They tried to do a guy code, but this was just like um, I forget the company. But it was like comedians you don't know or something like that. Mm. It wasn't branded around us. But they would go to these like no-name towns where there's nothing to do in the town except come out to uh, do a show in a theater. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And I got to perform in fucking theaters in front of people. And I just saw it. And I was like, wow. So I got it early. And that was super helpful. Yeah. Because I saw what could happen. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the difference between growing up in a hood and like growing up in some yeah, like rich yeah, yeah. neighborhood. Like yeah. you see what the Your goal is like. completely reorganized. Like yeah. when I first started, I was like, man, if I could just be a touring comic. Like, Son. I'm like, if I could just get past at this club, like I'd be happy. Son. And then you see that and you're like, oh, if I if that's all I do is get past a one club, I'll kill myself. You and listen, <laughs> God bless the fucking clubs like it, they're so important for our growth and all that kind yeah. of stuff. They've been so supportive of me and God bless them. But they're, you, if you want to do if you want to reach the highest levels of this game, yeah. you have to prioritize and we can get caught up so much in like the the local hierarchies and like the local validation the local acceptance like oh i just want to be able to do these shows i want to be at this club and i want i want to do the early show at this club or something like that yeah. but you have to you have to understand what the main goals are yeah you really have to keep that focus and understand this is for working out stuff and <laughs> this is for getting to the point getting my act to the point where motherfuckers come back. Yeah. yeah. I want to sell out comedy clubs because I know that's the stepping stone to get to theater. Yes. I, I'm so excited about Toronto and all this shit, but only because I know this will get me to the next and level. you know what gets you next level? And I keep saying this, motherfuckers, I keep saying this shit. A great show is like, uh, there's, there's a lot of acts who like blow up and then they can sell out clubs, but they're not good enough to do it. Yep. And they go there and they don't deliver a great show. Mm. Nope. And, um, and they basically... They go out there and then the people don't come back. And I'm telling you, the, the fucking most amazing feeling is when I get these DMs like, bro, I've seen you seven times. I see you every time you come to Houston. I see you every time you come here. I see you every time you come there. And it's just like, yeah, that is the most validating thing for me because I've always thought I you are getting babysitters. You're getting Ubers. You are spending hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. You are reorganizing your life to leave your house. Right. I'm going to make I need the show to be so good that you would experience crippling pain if you had to miss me next time I came there, yeah. mm. it has to be the best fucking night of your life. You have yeah. to leave there going, I can't believe what I just saw. Yeah. I cannot believe like you have to go back to your babysitter that overcharged you for <laughs> X because the last one canceled. And you have to be like this idiot. I got a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bargain. Cause yeah. she wasn't at this fucking there show. There were guys DMing me like crazy things where I was like, yo, your priorities are kind of messed up. Cause he was like, dude, like I almost came, like I had my tickets. I had to sell them last minute, but I was almost there. Like my wife went into labor right when the show started. <laughs> yeah. like, bro, bro, go see your wife. So there was someone who said they had to leave 20 minutes before the show. Yeah. yeah. Like because their wife went into labor. It's like your wife. <laughs> had a due date <laughs> yeah. you know and that means maybe even the water broke earlier and it's like nah it's gonna be breaking yeah, for a minute. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah literally the but, doctor said the due date he's like oh, i'm busy that day yeah. any other day we can do like babe can you just hold your breath for a day or something how yeah, a baby do a handstand bitch. Yeah. Like, you had a couple on. women that were like eight months pregnant oh they, pregnant girls in the audience incredible. like i can't even yeah. imagine and yeah. you know that the husband was like 
we're going. <laughs> okay. What's, or yeah, yeah. she might or have been like, like, we're, we're going. <laughs> Yo, it was You're not leaving me out just because yeah. I'm pregnant, it's which so is the funny. fucking, dude, I can't even imagine. I had very, very one like percent of what you're experiencing. People in Baltimore go to the early show, the late show, and then say, where's your next show? And then flew to Florida yeah. to come watch me. Yeah, yeah. And then that was a very small level of what you're talking about where you're like, oh, I have to deliver a fucking show every show. time. You have to feel, yeah. I have to assume there's people doing that every it's time and yeah. try to make it as like. And the bigger it gets, the bigger it's got to get. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You right. can't take that same energy into these different venues. You got to fill that space. Mm -hmm. You got to fill it with obviously your jokes, but yes. it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you got the hour, the act that kills. Yeah. What else can you add? Mm. How can you change the game? How can you be different? How can you push it? More what? pregnant woman. Yes. yes. Double it exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. Make them pregnant that <laughs> night during the show. Yeah. Well, I said okay? the, I Sit on this cryo gun. <laughs> I said this to you earlier, and this is something I want to brag on you for, is I remember on this podcast a couple years ago, you said you went to go after a comedy show that I think you didn't even enjoy. You went to go see Metallica live. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Buffalo. Oh, uh, Buffalo. Okay, you went to go see Metallica live, and then you were like, I want to bring that to comedy, where the whole show is a show. It's a show. It's not just, hey, here's a comic getting on stage. I need to figure out how to make the whole show yeah. a show. And I, when I saw the video of you coming out with Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, yeah. I was like, the motherfucker did it, man. Shouts and to those cheerleaders, it. man. That was fucking sick. We had to. We were in Dallas. Yeah, dude, it's the greatest. You know I mean? That's the greatest thing you do. can do. We got to do something, man. Every city has just got to be fun. We got to push it. I mean, and just having like the team. That's why I wanted you there. It's like the show, when you see it live and those of you who have seen it live, it's, it, you know, the team is there. And mm. it's, it's actually very sweet that Andrew, like, I even saw one of your other group texts. I mean, with some of your other homies, you're like, man, y'all have to be there. It's like you want to do all this and work this hard so everybody around you can experience it. And oh, it's yeah. very, like, well-intentioned. Yeah. Even if you're going to yell at me for not being there, I get, like, it's so sweet that you're like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I made no money this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just flying fucking private jets, <laughs> yeah. flying 15 people around the goddamn country. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, yeah, we're broke. We're gonna. It's I mean, a, I did okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty happy with it. I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We did fine, uh, but but when you, that's another thing. It's like, you know, comedy clubs are so fucking easy, bro. We're spoiled. You walk into that comedy club. You, I literally show up to the show at a comedy club, ten minutes after the show starts. <laughs> that's when I arrive. Wow. I I show up as late as possible. When you're doing these theaters. It's like rehearsal, getting everything right, lights right, cues, sound, thing, all these other. It's a show, man. Yeah. And that's what we want to be. And I don't want to be just greatest comedy show on earth. I want to be greatest show on earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Show. And I am excited at what we're doing and also how it's developing into this fucking beast. I mean, like, we're just getting cooking. These yeah. dumb motherfuckers let us get this far. <laughs> These dumb motherfuckers. I mean, how dare you, bro? How dare you give me access to the people? Yeah. You fucking bozos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the people got it. Like, we're doing this shit. Yeah. Forget it. It's over. It's dope. And in fairness to Akash, he's kicking it down the line, too, bringing his boys. Yeah. 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 No, that's it. the thing. I lose money on my shows. And I, I think about that. I'm like, dude, as much as Andrew's done for me, I can't not pay that forward. Yeah. Right. I'm just, flying my homies yeah. out and fucking here. We'll figure out hotel shit. Like, I'm going to lose money probably. Yeah. But I got to pay that for it. In, in all, Indians, all fairness, it's not like uh, Entourage. Everyone who does come has 97 jobs. Oh, yeah. You got to. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> Miles is. Yeah, Miles, come out. Like, yeah, Miles, come. <laughs> oh, oh, did y'all think I don't make motherfuckers work? 
I'm running a Uyghur death camp on my shows. <laughs> okay? People yeah. are going to be grinded to the bone. But it's yeah. going to be worth it's it. North Korea. It's North Korea. It's North Korea. North Korea, yeah. baby. It looks nice. We'll sing a song in the green room once or twice. <laughs> you Everybody. Oh, no, we are working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kim Jong Undru. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. But, uh, and by the way, guys, Akash is lying. He's making money at, at his fucking shows. Don't let him, don't let him fool you. Everybody. You said you're losing money. I can't be a part of the lie. I'm teasing. <laughs> they might believe you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See a sold out arena. They're not really going to think I'm losing money. You know what I mean? That's fair. I just got to make sure people know you winning, bro. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was just fucking awesome. And thank you so much. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just so excited for this. So we'll see you LA. Uh, yeah, let, let's have some fun in LA. I don't want to give away too much, but yeah. let's have some fun. We gotta in have LA. some homeless people walk you out in LA. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Staple of the city. That would be the cheerleaders. A hundred percent. That's a great idea. We got to think about what it is in LA. Tucson. We'll see y'all. Um, Let's get started, guys. Let's get started. What are we talking about? All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because uh, I got to make sure your dick's hard, man. I came back from tour and, um, you know, I had to see my shorty for five days. Your boy had mm. to pop that chew. Mm. You know, I had to pop that chew, do what I do. And just a general, just a just a general, bro, like Chris Paul, just a yeah. floor general. I see everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do have fun. Do your thing. Bro. Limitless. Just literally yeah. limitless. I was just chilling there. Full mass, bro. Like, <laughs> it's over. Like, there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. I was a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. I was just a beast, bro. You ever, like, hang shirts on it or something? Yeah, dude. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100% I hang shirts on it. If you it. need to. <laughs> if I need to, but it was just great, man. Guys, if you don't know what it is, same active ingredients inside Cialis or Viagra. And uh, but it's just better. It's the chew, man. It's the one we do. It's the one we satisfy our girls with. That's how you're going to satisfy your girl, your side chick, the new girl you want to be with. And you're going to get it for free. That's right. We're going to hook it up. You go to bluechew.com. Use the promo code flagrant. You get it for free. All you got to do is pay five dollars shipping. That's bluechew.com. Use that promo code flagrant. Now, let's get back to the show. Uh, We started out in Austin, Texas. Mm. Uh, the most mu- beautiful city in oh, America, God, I think. One of the most amazing cities. What a wonderful dump. people. I hate I think, Austin, dude. I'm so glad not, you're here best. now. Because yeah, yeah. my whole city. life, I've always heard people <laughs> shit on Texas by being like, well, Austin is great, but the rest of Texas. What do you mean now? I shit on Austin before anybody moved there. I went there for my friend's bachelor party or something years ago. Yeah. And I always said it's clean New Orleans. It sucks. That's hilarious. There's no culture. Yeah. Now it's not even clean. So before uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like this, okay, it's a music scene and all this other stuff. Now it's just a fucking dump. Oh, I that's right. Even... This is crazy. We had, I mean, the day we got there, yeah. Mark, the next the next morning, Mark goes to work out because he's a CrossFit champion. Yeah. Hit CrossFit, lazy. What were you guys doing? Sleeping? Sleeping. Nothing. Fucking nothing. Okay. <laughs> Comes back. Not everybody was sleeping. What did you see? So I came back and this girl is staring in the window. And I assume she like, her friend hooked up with someone, maybe Dove, I don't know. It was coming to pick her up, something. And so I not, I go up to her and she's like, oh, uh, hey, uh, what's, uh, hi. And I was like, yeah, can I go inside? She was like, ah, well, there's a naked homeless guy with a knife inside. Wow. What? Okay. So she's peering in the window. And as I walk up to look in the window, I was like, I'll take this guy. He's naked, whatever. And then I look in. And as I'm about to look in, she goes, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. And (laughs) runs into the street. Doesn't look either way. Just runs directly through like the fucking parallel lines on the road. And then just runs across the street. I run with her, too. Because like if someone's running, I'm just going to go ahead. You know what I mean? Not that I was scared. And then (laughs) I... 
call i'm trying to do the mental math of like okay who do i call on the inside to tell him to like lock the door yeah so i was like should i call andrew no he's not gonna wake up do i call alex he's not gonna care so i try to find the level of like they could fight him yeah but they also care enough to get up yeah so i was gonna call dove he would care but he wasn't gonna fight him so i was like okay i'm gonna call vala yeah that's like the perfect well, that's a perfect call. right yeah so yeah. vala yeah. wakes up and he's like looking out the fucking door and he's like okay i see him i see him Dude, vala's been doing like air calf kicks for the last three months <laughs> it, it, i mean he really is ready for a fight cut off shirts perfect Just, yeah, yeah. Exactly. he's ready to go he, yeah. dre- he really he dresses like cobra kai yes <laughs> he's got, and he's got guns to back it up and I'm not gonna tattoos and, Dude, oh, now vala looks like he he could fucking go yeah, yeah. he could go. He he's not here out. today he's fucking celebrating Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your country back, Bala. Yes. You got your country back. You got America out of there. Okay. But no, he pops out. He's got the fucking headband on. He's ready to party. And I, he's looking, and there's a fucking homeless guy in the middle of the lobby. First of all, we don't know if he's homeless. We don't know what the fuck is the deal. He's wearing a string thong to the point where oh, he yeah. looks like he's yeah. not. He looks like he's completely butt naked, shredded. Right? Like yeah. white dude, completely shredded, clearly methed out. Great body. Great body. Yeah. yeah like Unbelievable. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, it, and he is just bouncing around, right? Yeah, with literally just throwing in shit in the lobby, like just clearing off the fucking table, just going crazy. And I, I like talk to Vala. He ends up jumping over the wall and like running into a bush, just kind of just like hiding in the bush. And yeah. so I call Vala. I'm like, okay, can I come upstairs? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as I'm walking through the lobby, all of a sudden he's on the phone and goes, Oh, Mark, run, 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 run. And so I run the other direction. And I run back out the door. And then the woman's still standing across the street. And I'm like, I'm going to go in. And I run straight back out like a fucking American troop. And then he's like, the woman's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, my friend told me he was coming. And then I see Vala standing over the fucking balcony just dying laughing. And he's like, nah, he's over in the bush. You can come up. So we come up. And then the funniest part is Vala and Jamil yeah. standing out on the balcony. Oh, no, this is great. <laughs> no, this is great. You want to say? No, you go. You're so, so Vala's literally like, all right, what do we do? Like, uh, okay, I'll keep an eye on him. Like, Jamil, go get your phone and uh, just call 911. And no, goes, call the cops. Yeah, yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> and Jamil goes, Jamil goes, I ain't calling the cops. <laughs> the guy literally has a knife, like fucking chopping at leaves like Zelda, dude. With a knife in a thong, okay? He's a knife in a thong, he's on meth, and he Jamil's 100% confident when the cops come, they're going to think Jamil <laughs> is the reason why the cops were called. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm you not should take it. his clothes. Why the fuck <laughs> you take that white guy's clothes? Now, where's your G-string, sir? Yeah. He's like, what? So Vala calls the cops, and the cops are so fucking goofy because y'all was like, oh, yeah, there's like a naked homeless guy with a knife. And they're like, is he fully naked? And I'm like, oh, they've dealt with this before. Yeah, Bro, and- he stole a Maserati. <laughs> oh, yeah. Earlier that Fuck day. This is, this, is, this is awesome. This is yeah, awesome. That, I kind of respect this guy now. Go ahead. The bad motherfucker. Okay, yeah. steals a Maserati. The, the white guy that you're imagining right now in your head is him. Yeah. The white meth head that you're imagining Shredded, tall, lanky. That is, yeah. it looks exactly like him. Yeah. Steals a Maserati. I guess parks it somewhere. We didn't see the fucking Maserati. Comes <laughs> harassing the people at the apartment that we were staying at. And uh, they arrest him, take him away, right? Yeah. We go work out. We eat. We're about to go leave to do something that night. What were we going to do? I think the bird is going out. We're just going out. Yeah, we're going to eat or something. We go to eat. We see a guy knocking on the front door. And what's he wearing? Wearing just hospital pants. <laughs> and what's peeking out underneath the hospital pants? A string thong. 
This is six hours later after stealing a Maserati. Yeah. Okay. Walking around yeah, an apartment yeah, complex dude. with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Slapping his wrist, doing crazy meth shit. They they arrested the guy. <laughs> let him go. <laughs> back to the fucking scene of the crime. Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. on his chest? Dude. Wait. What is this? He say? literally has the fucking like heart monitor. Tabs. Oh yeah, he's oh, still got on. the tassels on, like he's in 2K. Like, like he fucking ripped that shit off, like Avatar. Like it was crazy. amazing. Like yeah. he was filming something from GTA. Yeah. Like they're like, just go out there. We'll throw, we'll throw the heart monitor things yeah. on the meth heads in Austin, and then we'll oh, figure out all the GTA God, characters. Yeah. It was unbelievable. We just, I, we couldn't even see it. And the guy goes, uh, I think I left something in there. We're like, what the fuck did you leave in there? And he was trying to get back in. And, and I was wondering if they knew that we were there. I thought oh, it was yeah, this is how planned. paranoid fucking Andrew is. <laughs> I mean, I just did fucking Rogan. I'm talking about conspiracy theories that for three hours. Crazy. I'm like, they know Andrew, we're here. Andrew though. pulls to the side. He's like, yo, you think they want our shit? They know we're you, here. You they know we got some equipment. <laughs> they're trying to get it. They geotag some shit. One of these fucking idiots probably said that they're at this specific location trying to flex Alex. <laughs> you know, Alex on the rooftop trying to make it look more baller. Uh, just attracting maybe, all the meth, meth heads. Maybe he works for a fucking master crime syndicate. That's why he they're having him steal the Maserati. Mm. Now they want film equipment. Maybe they're trying to start a podcast. Yeah, they might well, be trying to start a podcast. All I'm saying is, but what town, like, you know, I'm not trying to, like, fucking trash Austin right here, but... But the uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, I'm trying to trash Austin. I mean, it's just yeah. a great city, you know, yeah. uh, where no one lives inside. There. I don't think a single person has an apartment. No. I don't, I, did we meet anybody that lived in an apartment? I know no. Joe has a house. Yeah. I know Tim Dillon has a house. Yeah. I think that's it. Everyone else has tents. Yes. Everyone else has a tent. Yeah. Jamie said he's just been walking around. I was yeah. like, Jamie, what's where do you live? He goes, I haven't figured it out yet. I've yeah. been, been walking around, around with a G string and a knife. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Jamie yeah. the whole time. There's a 24 hour Walmart. You can just kind of hang out in and just kind of walk around. And that's it. It was unbelievable, dude. It was fucking unbelievable. So, uh, you know what Austin is to me? It is San Francisco just today. Mm. Whatever San Fran was 10 years ago. Like this little jewel yeah. in California that was yeah. liberal and whatever, but then a bunch of tech douchebags infiltrated it. That's all Austin is doing. It's yeah. just doing exactly. You should be so grateful that those tech people came. Austin? Yeah. Or Texas. Austin. Wait, why? why? Tidy it up. I don't know if but they, they didn't will. tidy up tidy San Fran. Tech dudes don't live in San Fran. Have you been to where tech people live? What, San Jose? It's tidy. San Jose is immaculate. Palo Alto. Palo Alto, Sunnyvale. immaculate. The the people, the San Francisco is the dump. Yeah, but do right? they do, they, do the tech they guys just, live in Austin or do they live on the periphery? I would assume it'll be the Travis, same. Austin, all those great. places down yeah. there. Yeah, they all live over there. But I'm saying bring as many of them as possible so you could tidy it up. Make it San Jose and make it Palo Alto. Do that. You don't want that shit looking like the mission. I think Lake Austin's gonna be Palo Alto and good. Austin's gonna be. San I, that's Francisco. what I think we're saying is the same thing. The outskirts are gonna be really oh, nice, and then the city the is gonna out of the suburbs into the city. No, it's just going to... The city will fall apart, but all the rich people, they'll come, but they'll just live on the periphery, kind of like they do San I, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Why can't it just be tidy? Like, it was the first <laughs> time I'd ever been to a city, and I was like, get rid of these bird scooters. It's trash. <laughs> They're trash. <laughs> Everywhere. Very you convenient. You walk on the street, the you're stepping yeah, yeah. over fucking bird scooters. It's convenient when you need to go somewhere, but it's garbage. It's too liberal, dog. Liberal cities are always dirty. Why can't they do what the city bike is and just have like a lane of them and parking spots? I don't know, but I, the, the city bike does look better. City. I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. The city bike is annoying that you have to dock it somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
everybody at home. The city bike is just one of these bikes that you have them all over Europe, but basically you have to dock. You have to leave in a specific location. Specific stations where you can dock city bikes, yeah. and there's a select number of them. And it's tidy. Yeah. It's you can't tidy. leave it anywhere or you get charged. What is this rule? You just take the fucking scooter, you leave it wherever you want. It's crazy. And just take a picture so you make sure it's where? In the middle of the street? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's not unbelievable? Yeah. Like, don't yeah. you want your city to be aesthetically pleasing a little bit? And these companies lose money on them. They make money off your data. Because yeah. people will just, they did this in Dallas. They'll just leave the bike in a fucking river. They don't uh, care. But the city's like, fine. We have all these bikes we don't need. It all gets wasted. We throw them all out. But we just get your data, and that's how we make money. Uh, so that's but it's the on game. the city to say, yo, we can't have this. Dock that shit somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they what do they do with the homeless then? Say again? What do we do with the homeless in Austin? Have them dock the city bikes outside of the city. Ah, that could work. They could <laughs> do jobs. that. I think there's also, like, what did they do to the homeless in um, San Diego or something like that? Put them Didn't underground. they fly them? Put them underground, I think. They put them underground? Yeah. You could put them underground. That's not terrible, right? No. I think that you could ship them places. Trains. They love trains. Trains. They're yep. into the trains. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, it sounds fucked up what we're saying. Cruise ship. Say what? A cruise ship. Cruise ship. That's, yeah. that's good. Like a demolition food. man. I, I like this. I haven't, whole thing I haven't seen that. But that sounds cool. Oh, ah, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like, <laughs> what if you can prove that you're not from Austin? Like, if you move to a city to be homeless, you should be able to move them out. Nah, but you can't just move people out for being homeless, dog. Homelessness if you isn't a crime. Move there to be homeless. Oh yeah. Right? Like, there are certain people that there are certain homeless people that are targeting certain cities because it's yeah. way better to be homeless there. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna move here and be homeless. No. You be homeless where your home was. Okay? But you got no home then. <laughs> where it was. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, you had a home. Let's say you were born in fucking Cincinnati. You're mm -hmm. not gonna just move to Se Seattle to be homeless. Why not? Why are you gonna suckle off the tea to the people of Seattle? There are people working hard right there so they could feed their homeless people, not yours. <laughs> You know but, what I mean? But Cincinnati doesn't feed their homeless people. Say again? Cincinnati doesn't feed their homeless people. So where are they going to go? How do you know that? Because that's why they left. No, they left because they don't want to be in Cincinnati. <laughs> well, if you didn't want to be in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, get a job. Even the homeless people are like, fuck this well, shit. Well, I mean, bro. if you are going to be homeless, you might as well go to a warm place. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to find a way to correlate this between like American intervention in Afghanistan. Yeah, you can't yeah. just go somewhere where you're not from <laughs> yeah. and then take advantage of the natural resources <laughs> there and then be upset when you leave 20 years later. Yeah. Okay? You have to respect those people and their culture and their way of life. Yeah. You can't go mucking it up. Uh-huh. Make a homeless embassy under a bridge. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> no, but there is something to that. I wonder if that's, like, ethically wrong. I'm just kind of... I'm just trying to, like, figure out this out right now. Like, if you're moving to a city because the city is trying to be as kind as it can be and help, help as much as it can the homeless population, you're going to attract more homeless people. Yeah. Right? Just like if the city's trying to handle, like, an opioid epidemic or something like that by giving out fresh needles or even, like, creating some sort of a program where, like, it allows you to get... I don't know, not a heroin, but the synthetic version of that, right? Methadone or whatever. Methadone, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to all of a sudden start attracting all the heroin addicts mm -hmm. from your state. Yeah. So you're trying to do this good thing to help these people who are really suffering. But in essence, you're creating, like, a much bigger problem. Right. So what do you do as a fucking city? Do you just ignore the, the homeless situation and not try to help it or not try to make it more comfortable for those people? Because you know it will just grow because of that? Or do you say, yo, we're going to see where you're from, and if you look at, we look at your ID, and it looks like you've never worked here, never lived here, or whatever, then we're going to have you ship back to whatever city your ID says. Right. I mean, yeah, most of these people don't have IDs, though. 
So yeah. a lot of them don't have ID. They got cell phones now, Mark. Stop. <laughs> I see these homeless people charging their shit up all the time in New yeah. York. Have you yeah. seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. iPads, cell phones, calling their mom. Yo, can you send some more money? Da, da, da. I've seen phones, never iPads. So I saw iPad. Motherfucker was watching cartoons. That might have been Miles. Say what? That might have been Miles. <laughs> I was Miles. I saw Miles charge. I saw Miles charge. I don't even own an iPad. <laughs> oh, you're worse than homeless. Yeah. Dog. Fuck, yeah. dude. That sucks to be. But you. isn't that fuck? It is weird, right? There's something there. So it's kind there of is something there, but remember, you also fled New York and you had a home for Miami <laughs> in the winter. So I paid. Yeah, he came with money. Now, it, it's certain cities are like, you know, the way other like immigrants look at America. Probably homeless people look at like yeah, Portland, like it's like that. a refugee situation. It's America for homeless. Yes, yeah, I'm being persecuted in my homeland, so I got to go someplace where it's safe for me. Yes, they'll offer me asylum. And if any of those fucking Europeans judge me for what I just said, keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> just keep that in mind when those Sudanese people are on a boat and you kick that shit back into the Mediterranean, yeah. right? Like there are a lot of people who are not allowing to have you know, oh, come yeah. in, right? Yeah, I mean, th- I know we're all Americans and yada yada yada, but are you American if you don't pay taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Are you even? Are you an American? Uncle if Sam you don't wants you pay to pay some fucking taxes. Uncle dog. Sam wants that. Uncle Damn. Sam wants his pound of flesh. Jeff Bezos not American. I don't consider him American. No, <laughs> he's an alien. Not. Yeah. Go where you go. Where your people are. Go where your people are. Yeah, that's, that's what, that's what Jeff Bezos did. Go. He, he went. He, he went, went to, to a place where he pays no taxes. Yeah, he went to space. Piece of yeah. Fucking shit. Oh, Can't wow. tax me on the he moon, is bitch. An alien, Yo, dog. He's an alien. He's a sellout, bro. He didn't even touch down in his home. He just went and waved. Can I be honest with you? Huh. Please. I think the more taxes you pay, the more you should be able to, you know, dictate culture. I really do believe that. Like, if you're out here in some little tax bracket complaining about stuff, like, nah, like, I should be able to go onto the subway first. I should be able to get the, the first Uber. Like, I don't need, I don't want to wait 13 minutes for my Uber. That, if I'm paying for Uber's private. Uber's so private. What? That already happens. If you got the money, you're just going to buy the fucking Uber that comes sooner. XL, black, private, whatever the fuck. Lux. Uh, but Uber's private. You're talking about state resources. No, I'm talking about private too. <laughs> I'm talking about private too, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Somebody's foot, f- footing the bill for this shit. Do you know what I mean? Somebody's also, footing the why, bill. Why do you care when you get on the subway? You don't ride the subway. If I did want to. We did that this weekend. If though. I did want to. If it was a nicer car, pass. maybe he would. Exactly. Yeah. If we had a first class car. Velvet oh. seats. If we had a first class car on the yeah. subway. That would be fucking fair. That's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry. I'm a man of the people, but I just like the people in a different car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're a man of the partition of people. I am the man of the... Par- Listen, separate but equal. Like, has <laughs> yeah. that ever not worked out? Like, has that ever been a bad idea? It seems like a great idea in theory. <laughs> the theory seems good. Yeah, people always talk about classism. <laughs> we're, just, we're just slowly recreating. <laughs> we need more classism. That's my yeah, issue. Yeah, like, like, listen, why don't we do it? Yeah. Why don't we just have casts? Yeah. What's wrong with that? People can exist in It'll their work. We just recreate every horrible idea in history <laughs> and just justify it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I can see why people sat around in a group and they thought these things might work out. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Communism sounds so great in theory. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Explain. Work all this hard to be equal to these motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what y'all fucking talking about? You gonna work all this goddamn time? And motherfucker, come on, bro. You gonna work all this goddamn time? Some substitute teacher is driving the same car as you? You crazy? You crazy? Yeah, that should be mad annoying trying to flex. How you're you like, flexing? Like, the yeah, I was in Capri country. this summer, and the fucking garbage man is like, "Oh yeah, same. I did that." Oh, so like, it's great God down damn it! Yeah. That was the thing when you said rich people should dictate culture. I was like, that can't work because rich culture is all about exclusion. 
Rich culture is is built on. I need to exclude everybody that's not rich. Yeah, yeah. but you know what it is. What I'm doing. It's like I need to exclude everybody that's not rich, but I need you poor motherfuckers to know how to I know. got it. Yeah, and yeah. tell me how nice I am. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like I'm. You know, it's like these rich, rich motherfuckers. They're going. I'm competing with these other rich guys, but yeah. you really want the people who are middle class and poor to to pat you on the back. Yeah, if everyone's rich, no one's rich. Right. Yeah, like say. culturally, like you always say this with uh, like class and manners. Yeah, but like. That's all that is. It's just like, I'm going to develop ways to eat things to make you feel poor about yourself. Yes. I don't know how. I grew up with no manners, yes. no class, nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to eat rice, right? Like, apparently, when you eat rice with a fork, you turn the fork over and push the rice on the top part of the fork. It's like, who invented that? That's idiotic. Some English dude invented it to make you feel like poor an idiot when he it. invites you to dinner. What? Yeah. The rule, I, the rule I heard that really proved this to me was you're not supposed to make a toast with a glass of water. You, like if you're just drinking water, you don't make a you don't raise your glass for a toast. Yeah. Unless you're on a boat, that's the one I was like, what the fuck? But it's so a bunch of rich people on a boat can be like, oh look at this guy trying to act like he's us, but he's not. This guy starts to make the toast and then they go, oh, yeah. He tried to toast water. Yeah. Right? What if he's raising your glass as a part of the toast? Everybody can be like, look at this fucking idiot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But we do have that inside us, and I think that's why communism doesn't doesn't work. Like obviously we're joking around and stuff, but like we all do have this yeah. this little hierarchy thing inside us, and it makes us feel better. Like. Dude, it's just so weird. It's like, would you rather be, here's a question, would you rather be the brokest person in a rich neighborhood or the richest person in a broke neighborhood? Ooh, fuck, dude. Mm. Kids changes the equation. Uh, remove kids. Remove kids. I'm staying in the rich neighborhood. I think I want to be brokest person in the rich neighborhood because I like, asp- like being around people who make me want to aspire for more. Uh. But for my peace of mind... Richest person in a broke neighborhood would feel pretty good. Yeah. Until you get robbed, that shit is lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until you get robbed, and then you're like, why the fuck am I around these motherfuckers? <laughs> but before that, you're constantly faced with a situation of gratitude. Right. You're like, wow, like, look at this. I got this. Yes. Whereas if you're the poorest person in the rich neighborhood, you're constantly faced with, damn, everybody got way more mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. I'm not successful enough. I'm not uh, mm. making enough money. I'm not doing enough things. I'm not driving the cool cars, et cetera. And it can weigh on you emotionally. It can weigh on you, but it can also be... There's a reason I'm one of my... I mean, not the only reason, but my best friend in the business is the hardest working human being in the business. And that's for me to always say, oh, I can always... I'm lazy compared to this guy. Yeah, would you rather be the the worst player on the best team or the best player on the worst team? Like, if you're playing basketball. It depends. Best team. It depends. If if I'm playing to be a professional, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I want to be a professional basketball player... I want to be I don't want to be so bad where I don't get playing time like I want to be able to work on my game and yeah. like sometimes there's such a discrepancy you don't even learn anything like if I go play soccer with you guys mm-hmm. right like I, I'm, I'm what am I even going to learn mm-hmm. like my cardio maybe gets better so mm-hmm. I need to play with guys with my skill level but if I'm 40 years old if I'm or if I'm Adam Sandler I'm not trying to hoop with the nicest ballers in the street yeah. I want to yeah, play yeah. with a bunch of guys who are 40 50 yeah. years old have some fun and enjoy myself mm-hmm. you know like so I think it depends what it is. With your career, you want to be able to push yourself, drive, yeah. grind, get to the top. But with your life, which I view as separate than career, yeah. like I don't want to go through my career going, oh, there's all these people ahead of me. I need to aspire to be better than them. And then go to my home life and go, look at all these people better than me. I need to yeah. aspire. I need a little it's bit non-stop. of a vacation yeah. for that. Yeah. You know? All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, listen, sometimes it rains on your birthday, okay? Sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the building. Sometimes gas goes up 10 cents. Sometimes life stinks. The good news, you don't have to because Native has your back. Native cares about the products you put 
on your body, all right? They're about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but have you tried their body wash, toothpaste, or their brand-new mineral-based sunscreen? Yes, Native now has a broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and body. It's lightweight, absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. Natives on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care in self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and smell amazing. You can get their deodorant and body wash and amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose and more. You can even build your own personalized product bundles, mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash flagrant or use the promo code flagrant at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash flagrant or use the promo code flagrant at checkout for 20% off your first order. Now let's get back to the show. I mean, I'll be honest, like the, the Miami spot that we were in, I thought it was... It was really great in a lot of ways because it was like we weren't in the best neighborhood, but it was it was probably the best house in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I think there was something nice about it. like every day. I felt like really grateful. Yeah. I wasn't like looking around at other homes and feeling like envious or jealous or and that kind of stuff. New York will kill you in that sense because you are always around a richer human being. Mm -hmm. Trying to keep up with rich people in New York. It's you got to give it up. Mm -hmm. Do what works for you because you're never going to you're never the richest person. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a uh, what is it called? A relative poverty. Yeah. Index. Right. And it's like, that's how you can decide how much crime will be in a certain area. There's not crime in areas where everybody's poor. Right. Because they're normal. Mm -hmm. That is what you are. You're not even poor. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. There's poverty. There's crime in places where there's poor people living near rich people. Because right. they're like, why the fuck he got all that? Yeah. Right? And I think that that fucking... Oh, that creates that thing that's like, fuck this guy. I'm yeah. Gonna this stuff. That is something which, a little which, bit nice. Which, to go back to why communism works on paper is the reason why communism is around. So you don't have discrepancy in the you highs and lows. You take away relative poverty. And you take away relative poverty. On the surface area, it makes sense. Uh, but on the surface area, on the surface, it makes sense. But if you dig down to like what our human instincts are, it's it just... <sighs> It just doesn't work, man, because even within those systems, even amongst those people, like poor people in that area, they're still going to divide themselves based on, you know, hierarchies that they create. So it could be for whatever. No, who cares? Who knows what it is? Like bocce ball could be the thing, right, that yeah. they super value. And then the nicest guy at bocce ball is going to have value within that community. We're always going to divide this into getting laid or doing whatever it is. There's always going to be ways where we can find a way to feel good about ourselves. And unfortunately... For a lot of people, feeling good about themselves is feeling better than other people. There's also superior. always going to be a ruling class. Like, there's political elite that are making decisions. Even within the Communist Party. Yeah. Yeah. This is where religion is a beautiful opiate. Is yeah. Real or not, I, I'm a guy who believes strongly in God. But if my self-worth and happiness isn't based on feeling superior, that takes away so much of that. If yeah. I just, I have a beautiful relationship with God, so I'm happy. I don't need to be better than you. Or what, I just love God and that's it. I don't need to rob you at that point. I don't need any of that. I have that piece. Yeah, yeah there's something that is more important than wealth. Yes. That I can equally attain. Yeah. And matter of fact, I might be able to attain it easier than that rich guy. Because that rich guy might have to do some morally bankrupt things yeah. in order to get rich. And you will never be rich enough. 
yeah. I can be close enough to God to feel fulfilled. Even if you're rich, there's yeah. somebody richer, and then you went from feeling superior, but, now relative poverty, I ain't shit. But I wonder if it requires your community to buy in. If you're the only rich person, mm. sorry, if you're the only uh, religious person around a bunch of people who don't care about it, that might be the best of both worlds. Because <laughs> then you might also feel superior to them morally and like spiritually. Yeah. And you're like, you guys just don't know. You're yeah. chasing these things. It's either the best or the worst. Yeah. But some people don't have that type of conviction, right? right. Some people need others to also buy into That's it fair. and believe. Right, and then right. Create, then they're like, oh, okay, cool. I have value within this system right here. Yeah. But if you're the only one, man, you need to be. <laughs> That's be, impressive. If you're the took only a Jesus. You got to be Jesus. <laughs> yes, real talk. That's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's like next level. I could see why somebody at that time might be going, man, this Jesus guy's a fucking sociopath, <laughs> right? Like, like I could see why Jesus had to do some real dope tricks to get people to believe. Because yeah. just saying well, you that. You say miracles, you know what I mean? Say what? You could say miracles. Or illusions. You could say illusions. <laughs> illusions, yeah. miracles. He was mind free, bro. He was Chris Angel. Bro, like, is that why you did magic as a kid? Yes. Oh, Chris yeah. Angel. I was like, yo, how can I walk on water? Like, yo, I'm going to turn water to wine. And then it turned into card tricks. Oh, you did magic? Yeah, I love magic, bro. That Are you kidding me? hilarious. I'm a magician. I'm a showman. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm a real magician. That is hilarious, though, that you love magic and Christ. <laughs> and it's, very, it's a very funny mix. But Chris Angel, But he likes certain types Angel. of magic. Not Harry Potter magic. That wasn't allowed. No, that's house. black magic, bro. No, you just do tricks. Yeah. Dude, I remember I bought these, like, magic videos back in the day, like, taught you how to do all these tricks. But the only reason I did it, I was like... All right, how do I just fucking talk to a girl? Ah, uh, this is it. I'll just pick guess a, a fucking. But, but this is way before really? pickup artist shit. I was like young, 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 young. And uh, who are you trying to pick up? <laughs> no, I just want to talk to girls. Like, I, and I was like, I don't know how. What do I do? I just walk and say, "How was your day?" Like, what do you mean? How was your day? You did homework. Yeah, that's like, not gonna work. No I gotta be like, day. pick a card. That yeah, <laughs> that works. And Dude, the craziest every kid thing. that does magic just wants pussy. <laughs> It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't believe that you're joking around about this. Like, you didn't do it for the exact same reason. I wanted parental attention. I used to be at parties. So you did magic? Duh. Play a sport, you I also the did. fuck I'm, you doing? I'm so Indian. I was like, <laughs> I'm so Indian. I was like, make eggs. You want parents to love yeah. you? Make eggs. I, I did magic? that too. That didn't work, bro. Magic? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. No way. No, magic is just an instant validator for older people. So you're eight years old and you're like, yo, I could do a trick that actually can fool my, my brothers. Never cared to do it for adults when I was a kid. Well, you, you were the <laughs> oldest. Never once. That makes sense. If you're the youngest, you want your older brother, your siblings, like validation so badly. Uh, they never let you hang out. They sense. never let you hang out ever when they're older, when the, all their and friends the are around. And they're the coolest humans in the world. And then you can throw a deck of cards and the card shows up on the other side of the window. And they go, all right, let Mark do his trick. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> and then you get to kick it and you put on a show and they're all enjoying it. And you're like, all right, I get to sense. hang with the older kids. <sighs> I was just curse. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would just curse. Like I'd be like nine years old, and there'd be adults around—not adults, like but like friends, older brothers—and I'd be like, "Yeah, you guys gonna go fuck tonight?" And they'd be like, "This kid's crazy, bro. Let's say some more curse words, even though you're young." <laughs> it's so much easier than magic. You were just super bad. You were yeah, super bad. I was super bad. Yeah. I literally was super bad. Yeah, yeah. and it works so well. They like yeah. bring you over. They like say some crazy shit. I'm like, "Yeah, you guys gonna go finger some girls?" <laughs> I just say the do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. <laughs> and it really worked and it was great Where, did they go fingers and girls yeah definitely oh, they sick. taught me how to do it on dough <laughs> we made pizza dough who's at, dough uh, we made pizza dough we were working at uh, <laughs> not like Jane dough no Jane dough Jane yeah, exactly she's a victim <laughs> she will remain nameless no. we would uh, we work at this pizza place and then I remember my my uh, my friend Amanda Goodman's older brother Andrew Goodman shouts to Goody 
uh, we would make the dough together. He was managing the pizza place. I was just delivering pizzas. And we would make the dough. They're this massive amount of dough. And then he would make pussies out of the dough, right? Like, <laughs> And he would fold the dough into pussy lips. And then he would teach me how to finger curls. And I cannot tell you how bad he was at fingers. <laughs> like, it was unbelievable. He, literally, if you walked in that store, just, just push on it. Dude, like a just fucking jamming away <laughs> at the dough, right? And then, I mean, it was unbelievable, dude. Like, he, he had a young pupil in front of him who had no clue how to finger girl. I probably didn't even smell the pussy at that point in my life. So I was absorbing everything that he said, and he's just jackhammering dough pussies every single day at this pizza shop. And I'm like, that's how I'm going to finger a girl. I can't fucking wait. And I remember that's the crazy. first time I fingered a girl, I, um, I did. Not only did I do that, uh, the girl said, put as much fingers in me as you can or something crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> She literally goes, she goes, put as many fingers in me as I can. And I was so ready because I've been fingering dough pussies all summer, right? Like, right, right, right. I was ready. Like, this girl didn't even know what was going on. Was she so confused when you started putting marinara on it? Yeah, yeah she did. She did. I brought a little marinara. She was like, why'd you do that part? You're like, I don't know. That's what Andrew Cuomo taught me. I saw cheese and dough. Yeah. Was it Andrew Cuomo that taught you this? He's like, all right, buddy. So if you want to get a young intern, all right, you get the dough, you start fingering dough, okay? Get some mozzarella. <laughs> so I, I literally had, I, I literally, I'm like fingering her. I like put one finger in. I put two fingers in. She's like, uh, put as many fingers in me as you can. You're like, so I only have 10. More, right? <laughs> so I put like three. And then she goes, put as many fingers as you can, right? So I'm, I'm at, I'm, one, I'm, I know. And she was like, loose little girl, right? And I'm at, fast I'm that. at that. four, right? I'm at four. And I'm like, I don't know how to put more fingers in, right? So I literally, I just created a peacock beak <laughs> <Yeah>. like this <laughs> or not a peacock what an ostrich yeah, yeah. an ostrich and i just started like pecking away at her like that <laughs> so i just pushed like that like a comb but like reverse style yeah. and um night of her life dude <laughs> night of her fucking life shouts to andrew goodman teaching me how to finger but we never got to five fingers so i didn't know what to do Damn. i was down with one two three four yeah oh you didn't get the black belt though i didn't get the black belt so that's why i went this way i probably would have slipped another one in that way or something but yeah man this poor girl walking around with a bucket when she was young dude i think we were like 16 years old or something like that Damn. that's crazy wow. deep dish Deep dish. Deep Maybe dish. my fingers were a little skinnier back then or something. Four still seems like a lot, yo. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Just pecking away. Dude, it was so funny. I, I, I probably told the story before, but I had a friend like he was I was going to hook up with the girl and he was like, dude, I don't know why he said this. Like, what a fucking weirdo. And he goes, uh, he goes, dude, just he was like trying to like make sure I was safe. He's like, dude, just don't don't have sex with her, bro. And like he was like looking looking out for me. That's good advice. So I go like this. I go, I go, all right, bro. I'm gonna give you this condom to make sure that I don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's like I'm, driving drunk, yeah, like driving yo, hold my keys. Hold my keys, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, not driving home tonight. Now I'm just fucking a rock. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like that, but if you it. also know how to hotwire. Yeah, it's also far. push to start. So yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, buddy. <laughs> and there's a fob in there already. So. whoops. It's actually just really convenient now. I don't gotta think about my keys. Oh, fuck, Cars dude. unlocked. It was unbelievable. Bing. Unbelievable. Yeah, this pizza shop. Every time you tell me a story about it, I'm realizing this place is a fucking nightmare. It was so, a nightmare. I'm I never will never my let my kids work at a pizza shop because of these stories. Don't do it. This is why Italians are touching. I was getting molested. <laughs> I was getting fucked, Cuomo, dude. That's it, what it I'm saying. An, it's an occult. It's Italians, thing. bro. It's Italian. They're fucking Italian. And she was Italian. Yeah, the exactly. girl that would do it. My my friend's sister. I wasn't really getting molested, but she would sit on my lap until I got boners. Oh, What's yeah, up with yeah. you and friends' sisters, bro? 
Why? What, what else happened with Friends Sisters? Oh, yeah. I took Dove's sister to prom. <laughs> but nothing happened there. Nothing happened there at all that he knows about. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened there that you know about. That is true. You don't know about it. I don't know. But we, something did happen. Oh, shut your mouth. No, I'm being... <laughs> revelations. I'm just telling you, something did happen. Wow. You guys went to prom. We went to prom. And you know what happens on prom night? Yeah. She got a ride in the limo, buddy. No. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> all, all the only story that Stretch. we've been talking for years is this guy went around room to room at the uh, at the prom hotel stealing uh, candy from the I had bars. one Snickers. Bro, do you see what they do? Why do you this have is, one This Snickers. is why. See, you project onto me. Bro, this is, is Beverly Hills High this guy Prom. Projects, That's bro. a $12 Snicker. Can I tell you something, bro? Uh, this guy is so addicted to sugar. Stop. He lies. Stop. He lies. Stop. Like, he lies. Like, I'm your friend. I've never lied. I remember I called him life. once because my keys didn't work at the hotel, right? It's yeah. late night after the show. So uh -huh. My keys didn't work in my room, so I got to go back down to the fucking bottom, right? I go back down to the bottom. The, the elevator door's open. Who do I see? Oh. Margagnon. And what, do I, what was I doing? Margagnon, I'm like, Margagnon, why are you also downstairs with a fucking plastic bag full of shit? Mm -mm. And then <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I, ju I just had to call my girl, man. No. Uh, I'll see you later. Good I night. I was getting prostitutes. Yes, you That's were. That's what I was doing. Yes, I was not were. having sweets. Yes, you were. I was getting prostitutes yes, you and were. doing drugs. Sneaks out at night to get sweets so I was he doing can't drugs. judge him. I was doing illegal drugs, not sweets. Unbelievable, right? Yeah, for what? Yo, you already CrossFit. Eat the worst. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. you, you're 27 or whatever. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, you're 33, dude. <laughs> you're old, bro. You're <laughs> old, bro. <laughs> bro, you're 33 years old, dude. Just eat however you want, bro. Yeah. Dude, honestly. See, but you project. That's what it is. Because I didn't know about your little sugar fiending. That yeah. you, go, you go to the hotel and you just start robbing people's mini bars. Well, it wasn't feeding, but if I wasn't getting no pussy, I wasn't going to get Snickers. Bro, you went to someone <laughs> else's fair? room. You went to where someone else lives and feasted off their natural it was resources. My room. It was my you date. feasted off their resources and you just occupied it's their room. Than feasting off sisters, and then you bro, left. You gotta eat something. <laughs> I think he's trying to come back at. Uh, we're doing Israel Afghanistan thing. again? <laughs> we're doing Afghanistan. Afghanistan is all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Yes. Mark likes treats so much. One time I was in the studio and I had Tums and I'm opening them and he has headphones on, fucking. He's typing away, and then he looks up and he goes, "Hey, what, what do you got there?" Yeah, I had a stomach ache. I had a really bad stomach ache. <laughs> no, you like treats. From all the you sugar heard, you're like a dog. Door. You heard you heard the treats. Yeah, I had a whole thing of M and M's. So did I he eat ache. a tum? No, I did. Okay, just like, what is that? Hey, man. Yeah, he's an animal. Well, I just wanted to know. He ran up the Dallas mini bar bill. No, no. me mini bar Mark. Who's paying for the mini bars? That's not on my card. <laughs> what? You can't trust these animals. Dumb. I told you. They each put their card down. For the rooms. Yes. You cannot trust them. They have no respect. <laughs> <laughs> they have no respect. They have no respect. It's so funny because every hotel we go Dumb to, they're bear. always like, well, so you want it on a different car? Yes. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, normally we don't do this. Normally We do it now. <laughs> we do it now. Vala's they have no got, respect. No Vala's respect. got so much respect, he doesn't even sleep in the room. It's really nice of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super nice of him. <laughs> yeah, Vala and Dove are going at it this weekend, bro. <laughs> wow. They were going at it. I mean, wow. Dove was pulling some shit, but then Vala came back in the clutch, like mm. fourth quarter, down by like 20. Really? Bro, the series was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. The series was crazy. Because Dove started out hot. I mean, like, Dove was on fire. Yeah. We got to Dallas. We were out of Austin. He was useless in Austin. But once we got to Dallas, it was his kind of vibe. Finds his Dallas Jewish is your chick. Vibe. Home court advantage. Finds a Jewish chick at the pool. Starts laying it on thick. Uh, some of you guys might have seen on the Instagram story. Maybe one of the most interesting Instagram stories that's ever been down. Yeah. Uh, I tried to disrupt. I was doing we're my in best a pool. Dove's hair is already thin, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're in a pool. Dove's hair is already Dove's thin. Dove's hair is made out of cotton candy. This People is, don't realize that. Legendary. If it gets in the water, it just it dissolves. It, it, it just, it, it just <laughs> evaporates, right? So we're in the pool, and then Dove, like, 
I think you started. He started making fun of my hair or something right. like that. And I was like, "Motherfucker, dunk your head." Yeah, bad move. Let's see who. Ooh. And he literally says this to the girl. I don't know what her fucking name is. Let's say it's Babushka. He goes. He goes. <laughs> he literally goes, Babushka. It was nice talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's so the, sure. The fucking end of Titanic. He's so sure. He's literally just hanging there. He's like, I'll always love you. He's so sure. Once this chick sees the top of his fucking noggin, it is over for him. Okay? A hundred percent certain. Goes in, comes up. It's not too bad as long as he's forward facing. From okay. behind. And if you squint, crazy. kind of. If you oh, squint, dude. it's, it's it good. It looked like someone fried an egg on the top of his fucking head, right? <laughs> but he keeps on kicking it with this girl. Manages to do some stuff. Ooh. Takes her up to the room. March room? No, this was his regular Jamil's room. room. Yeah, because Jamil was downstairs. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was and Jamil were sharing a room. Sends her back. <laughs> he doesn't even come back. We're still downstairs. What you do? Now that we talk. They just chatted just up chatted. there. About, about Israel, yeah. right? Israel. Yeah. They he just really. really this is the first Jewish girl he's ever been with. And I again, know. struck out. Didn't that's give a, him yeah. no pussy. Yeah, that's why he didn't. That's yeah, because ironically, no she pussy. was into uh, NBA players and <laughs> His dick probably didn't even get hard. Did it you was... pull the smacks out? No comment. That's a yes. Yeah, you told her to give her give you that blue square, huh? <laughs> she blew you. <laughs> blue square, you. <laughs> so blue box, bro. That's the blue so box. The blue box. That's good. <laughs> Third time's a charm. That was go. good. Blue box. <laughs> Bring it around. Uh, so, um, so Dove is like way ahead. Later that night, we go out to a nice steak dinner, mm -hmm. right? More girls there. Dub is chopping it up. Meets a nice girl, right? Takes her back to the hotel later. This is actually a really fun story. Yeah. This is. Can we tell this story? Yeah. Okay, go. Because Dub doesn't have a hotel room. He yeah. goes, "Hey, more. No, hold on, hold on. Can we hang in your room?" Dub has one hotel room, and that's in New York City. Hey. Okay, that's Dumb, where he lives. Who lacks the ego of some of the guys I <laughs> work with? Was super happy to share a can room with my boy of twenty <laughs> years, Jamil, can I who say makes us. A lot of good money can I say in something? brand partnerships. Can I say something? <laughs> like can Trump. I say something? <laughs> what is shocking to me is that Dove did not feel any kinship with the people of Austin. Right? Like, he <laughs> did not feel anything. How do these people live in here? Nobody has a place to stay. No, what is it? Oh, see, the second he gets to Dallas, these are my people. These, this that, life are, is what I are. understand. Dallas is fire. It's called relative poverty. Okay? <laughs> That's what it is. You saw relative pussy poverty. And we Dallas, were eating like, at a nice steakhouse. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We had a good night. We had a good night. And yeah. you meet a girl, okay? And then what happens, Dove? Take it, Mark. Long story short, Dove just looks at me and goes, uh, yeah, can we hang in your room while we figure out the plan? And I was like, all right, whatever. So we go to my room. Dove falls asleep while talking to the girl, wakes back up halfway <laughs> through the conversation, literally a 10-minute nap, and then yeah. goes and uh, makes passionate love in my shower. <laughs> That's fire, dog. That's legendary. I just... I mean, it's like half the story. It's... <laughs> What's the other half? Just like a lot of emotional trauma <laughs> from the other girl that was involved. Yeah, Mark gets in is my with out of the whole squad. Mark's my number one wingman. Ultimate wingman, bro. Ultimate wingman. They just c connect. They just he gives them therapy. They're doing all this, and I'm just like this sweet boy. Just he passed out. Mark is giving therapy and talking about the girl's life, yeah. wow. and dubs his head, conks over past the chair. <laughs> I wake and up and just, like he just oh. was like, I need to get my dick sucked, and then just grabs her <laughs> and takes her over the show. He was having a wet dream, and he was like, Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, so Dove comes through That's two girls Like he's really cooking Vala's feeling a lot of pressure 
Houston? Vala might have cleaned up, dude. Mm. Houston's a Vala city. Houston's a Vala city. We don't even know what happened. Say what? We don't even know what happened. We do, I thought. I don't know. Somebody told me that he was in the green room with two of the girls. Oh, yeah. Like, somehow two girls made it down to the green room. I thought this was exaggerated. Was it? I don't know. I think I think Alex threw that in the group. All I know is there were two girls that were just in the green room randomly. And I don't have, like, green rooms that are just, like, filled with, like, uh, groupie-type chicks. You know what I mean? Like, I have, like, a let's focus green room. a lot of dudes. It's just a lot of dudes. That green room sucks, dude. I like eating after a show. (laughs) Yeah, my green room is We get in the green room, Andrew's like, oh, so what do you guys think of the bits? Like, let's chalk. Yeah, let's kind of chop it up. Let's organize We got a clip this weekend. 90s pop music. Hang out, green room. Paul is fucking just tearing more pieces of his shirt off, dude. Like, he's just down to, like, a stringlet. He looks like the muscle doc it's <laughs> like he is he is ready he's wearing just, a single i thought he was an olympic wrestler he was literally he was, that yeah. night <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we're gonna take a break for a second because you need a new wallet okay looking like george costanza with that big ass folded bullshit get over it okay you're getting an extra this is it this is the future this is the now and this is what you're gonna do take the cards take the cash take whatever you need you throw in your extra look at this high quality okay that's not breaking. This is the real deal. You throw it in your pocket. You can throw it in a front pocket. It's nice and slim. Okay, so you don't look like a goofy with something popping out your ass. And you look you like tra- you got bad ass shots. What were you going to say? If you're traveling, Akash? Europe, we're going all over the world now. It's Corona's over. You're going to get pickpocketed. You at risk for identity theft. You at risk for everything. Extra, extra stops it. Look at this. Why? Why is that? How is it capable of doing that? Because you know that people can run up to you. You know how you now do the boop with the credit card? Yep. So they could take your credit card information with the boop, but extra doesn't allow that to happen. They got protection from the boop. Bro, boop protection? Boop protection, bro. They got real boop protection, okay? They got key tracker features, okay? It's trackable worldwide. This is the one wallet you're not going to lose. Voice activated. You lose your wallet? You just call for that shit. Simple as that. Works with Google Home, Alexa, and Siri. It's solar powered, by the way. Mm. So two hours of sunlight gives you up to three months of charge, all right? Also, I mean, literally, if you just look at any wallet compared to this, you're going to be in such a more slim situation. And, and very important, very important, there's a variety of colors, materials, and models that you can have. So if you don't like this color, choose a better color for you, my dude. Listen, this is a no-brainer. Extra offers smart solutions to improve how you carry your everyday essentials. Their wallets offer a sleek alternative to bulky dad wallets. Get your shit, okay? So now, if you check out... The wallets at extra.com. That's E K S T E R.com. And you use the code flagrant at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your order. Okay. This is 10% off. In addition to the current summer sale of up to 20% off. Think about that. Damn. 10% on top of the initial 20% off for the summer sale. Go there, get your new wallet. And now let's get back to the show. Your girl literally came to our table because we ordered a two foot hot dog. You want to talk about <laughs> slut shaming? It was a two foot hot dog that we ordered. It was a two wagyu hot wagyu. dog, and these girls from like four tables over just goes, "What do you got over there?" <laughs> it's like, look at your menu, lady. What do you mean, what do we got? They were over acting here? like us when we talked about the heavies. They were like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girls do that too. Yeah, but That's for weird. money, <laughs> That's what they do that just for wealth. But it was a bat signal for sluts, dude. Yeah. The oh, yeah, second yeah. they brought that thing over that Son. whole table, you know, like the restaurant's saying. famous, and people know it's on the menu, but nobody orders it. We Andrew did. just ordered 
everything. I'm a fucking tourist. You're like, oh, you got that Wagyu hot dog? Cook. I'm a but tourist. That's what I do. You're a tornado, dude. You went in there and just fucking tore it up. I know. Doug was rolling his eyes because I was trying to like uh, establish rapport with the waiter so he didn't fuck us over. Yeah. And Dub is looking at the menu like, how can we efficiently order from here? He's actually a great guy. He's like, he's the wing, he's my wingman on the road for not losing all of our money. Right. <laughs> Three times during the order, Andrew taps the waiter and hey, just. We're good guys. Just I said, don't I said, fuck us. I said, I said we're don't good people. Us. Don't let us order too much. Yeah. We're good people. Would you have you a pay bill us in a negotiation? Any warning for I anyone? I say that, and Dove just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. His commitment to truffle, oh, my God. Oh, my God. At the airport, I've never seen anything like this in real life. Yeah. At the airport, on the way back. I've never seen anything like this in real life. He took an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. An hour and 15 minutes to save how much? Hold up. To start the story, Miles, how much to bring that equipment, cameras, some little things, how much did it cost you to bring it from New York into Texas? I don't feel comfortable Just saying. say the damn number. Who's <laughs> say number? $880. $880. So we're flying back out, and I was like, shit, okay, Andrew's flying first. He gets these two bags. It's just like Rain Man of man. how I could calculate these four bags into the cost to save Son, the fucking money. They're giving him more tidbits of information. And I'm watching his brain work in real time. They say something like, yeah, I mean, if you guys had a press pass, you wouldn't have to pay for the bags because obviously. Uh, and then Ding. I'm s- literally, <laughs> literally, literally group chat. Why the literally. fuck don't you guys have no, 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 no. He goes, he goes, he goes, yes, I mean, we're press. I mean, that's why we're here. Obviously, yeah. we're shooting. Yeah. Like, Do you have your pass? He goes, oh, no, that, you know, it's in the bag, but I've been in press for 20 years, something like that. <laughs> and then they start asking him. They're like, well, we need to see the pass. And now he's getting angry at them. Yeah. He's already convinced himself that he's yeah, you can't convince I'm him pressed. otherwise. He's who's the fucking uh, Bob Costas or something. What is his name? <laughs> Bob Costas. Yeah, yeah, Bob Costas. Bob Costas, right? Like he's looking at them like they're retarded to question his. <laughs> he his, literally said, "He goes, I'm going to tell the editor. Yeah, I'm going to tell the bro, editor." At one point, he he goes, he looks at her. He goes, "I've been in the press for 20 <laughs> years." He just three minutes earlier found out about this. He goes, he looks, he goes, he goes, Miss. I've been in the press <laughs> for 20 years. He goes, two decades I've been in the press. He's smoking a cigar at this point, too. Like, we're like, why? where'd you even get that? <laughs> it was unbelievable. He pulled out the fucking hat from the 20s, little yeah. notes aside. <laughs> so went through all of that. But then they weren't they were buying the, the press thing. But uh, anyone has media credentials they want to send to us for a future thank you. Appreciate yeah, we need you. media credentials, yeah. asshole army. Yeah, asshole army, come through. Uh, then I was just like, all right, calculating... Based off our tickets, based off of this, moving a couple pounds here or there, and went from eight fucking whatever cuck hundred miles spent, and we got out <laughs> for uh, for two forty. Two forty, but bro, an hour and fifteen minutes just worth every away. fucking Three wasted different minute people. of my life. I'm taking things out Dude, of certain. Bags, did you saw like, the trouble with the hotel? So the the homeless crackhead is going crazy, like tearing shit up. And I meet the woman that's running the hotel. She's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, honestly, it's not your fault. Like, you can't control what homeless people do. You know what I mean? Like, they came in here. He's on drugs. Like, you did your best. And that's all we can ask for. As I'm finishing the last word, Dove kicks open the door and says, there's homeless people taking over (laughs) the fucking hotel. He's like, my arm. He put his his arm inside his shirt. What else happened, He was like, I'm missing my arm. I need help immediately. (laughs) Everyone be angry. Be mad. Be afraid. I think at one point, I think at one point, I, I was about to say it's okay and dove like recognizes my eyes yeah, like no, i have no, these no. little puppy dog eyes that are about to come up and i'm like it's and i see dove go Fuck yeah off. buddy yeah. you got emotional yeah. leverage right yeah. now yeah. yeah you can use that get a credit you know uh-huh. what i mean it's just amazing just yeah. absolutely amazing and then someone put him down a size at the shooting range 
Because while you were doing Rogan, we all go shooting. Yeah. And we're all hanging out. And this guy is showing us at the shooting range. Some Israeli you are. The VIP suite, like the most amazing thing. Like the guys, Rogan hooked it up amazing. And we're all just hanging out there shooting. And the guy that's that's teaching us is like this really kind of cool guy dressed like super Miami. Like he's got the gun out, like doing the whole thing. And then Dove steps out. And and the guy leans into me and he's like, so how do you guys like all know each other? I was like, oh, like we kind of work together on the road and, you know, comics, whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And who's like the older, like less hip guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I, and I no. look over in that moment and Dove has the fucking earmuffs on, giant glasses, <laughs> holding the gun in a full squat. And I'm like, what do you mean less hip? This guy's all hip. He's only using his hips. Look at him. He's literally in like a perfect L shape, like seated, holding the gun, just getting launched back every time it shoots. Oh, me me and Al bet on the handgun, you know, just accuracy. (laughs) Been in in law enforcement. Why would you take that that. I just like, if things are more fun when there's money on the line. But then on the... The rifle with the scope, I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the guy put him down, and it was it was great to see. We were all very happy. Who's the less hip guy? <laughs> the older, less hip guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor guy. Um, I mean, you guys dress like you're 13 year olds, but you yeah, work out in a polo, Dove. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he does. Get a grip. He work out I did see that. <laughs> also, he doesn't work out. I just want to put this. He's in the gym with us, but he doesn't work out. He, he'll literally go on the rowing machine and pull it four times, and then <laughs> he goes on the rowing machine, he pulls it four times, and then he does this every single time. This is every single time. Ready? And he, he goes, he goes, he pulls it, pulls it, pulls it, pulls it, and he goes, oh, oh my god. I gotta take it. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. But he makes sure that you see him look like anxious about the call that's coming yeah. in. Right. Like, must be important. He's about to get a pump. He's so close to just getting absolutely Almost. shredded. Almost. And then he'll go stand by the dumbbell rack right. as you lift. Yeah. But he'll never lift anything from it. He'll just be there, like, kind of like, back and forth. And then, and then just absolutely do no exercise. Yeah. Just, but I could still out pull up you, which yeah, is a surprise. It is a surprise. True. And I always have some shade of. of it's true. I've got six. Sometimes. Like six pack lines no, with don't. love handles sticking on the side. <laughs> no, you don't. You're a Honda Civic with a spoiler. Nah, That's what you are. You're, honestly, you're, you're a Honda Civic. You're a Honda Civic that has the amazing engine in it. It's super. It's it's awful for him because he'll raise his shirt right, yeah. and it's a mess. The guy's yeah. a mess. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> it's a mess. But sometimes you'll see these lines, and I I know because I've been there. You yeah. know when you convince yourself you still got it? Yeah. <laughs> right? I like, you know, it. you just have the top one or two. So you're like, no, I'm still skinny, right? Like, yeah. I, this is, this is, this is what he does. He lifts his shirt up. I see it happen. He's got his black polo that he works out in his workout polo. Yeah. Right? It's a dry fit, though. I play a lot of tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dry fit. It's a black He thinks he's an Ivy League fit. kid. He We're only so goes on the rowing machine you with a polo. You don't even play tennis. Like, a, you play, I mean, what's that other paddle? paddle. That's not yeah. tennis. I play tennis too. He thinks he's on the cruise team. Fat kids tennis. <laughs> he lifts up his shirt and he'll see a couple of them and they're not even abs. It's literally just like fat that is folded over in the right space. <laughs> yeah. But he'll be like, no, I still got it. I still got it. And he'll just focus on that one little range. And and it's amazing, man, because it can get you through. Right. Yeah. But it's never going to make a change. <laughs> Let's have a shirtless contest. And let's vote. At with breakfast. Who? At breakfast. You and me. One right pick now? A, pick a date. No, no, no. Give I me. I picked today. No, no. <laughs> I picked this date. Let's do it before and after I that, I guess. Date. 
I picked this date right now. Let's do it right now. Take off your shirt. Let's do it. You can take off your shirt? Let's go. No, Look. shit. My pants are too tight. My uh, handles are off the side right here. <laughs> you got to take off your pants, too. You got to take off your pants, too. Why would you propose that? I, it's unbelievable. I, said, I thought we're too much now. I see what you're Bro, talking I, about. I haven't even had breakfast yet. I feel amazing. Okay, this ice coffee's working it. Well, self through whatever the fucking word I'm trying to say. Come on, Mark. I'm drunk. I'm literally drunk right now. Okay. But in all seriousness, I would love to do that right now. Two months. Give me a, no, give no, me no, a no, bet. No. You're wide. You look like you've been like uh, stepped on. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. like you, you're kind of skinny, but it just kind of goes out in so this get, direction. So yeah. let's call it. Call the date. Right now. Right call, now. No, not today. I'm calling it right now. No, I need the two months. And you're still you going to have months. your oat milk fupa. What he's saying is if he worked Andrew's out, he would be in better have... shape than you. But I think that's just most people. Yeah. By the way, if you worked out and I didn't work out at all, you work out a ton and you still got the little stiglets at the bottom <laughs> of your six pack that you'll never come in because you were eating, drinking oat milk so long. Do and I had to think, teach you about the carbs and oat milk. I did learn about that. Do you think? Do you think that if you worked out as much as me, that you would be in shape? I would destroy you. I've never seen you in shape in our entire relationship. I've known you more than I haven't. Eighth in my grade, life. I've eighth known grade, you they voted me best stomach. Say again? Best stomach. I was the first kid to get a six-pack. You went to a school with Persians. And then I met black guys, <laughs> and then they You're not them. in good shape. You're dealing yeah, with yeah, dumplings yeah, yeah. over here. you got a bunch of fucking jasmine dads <laughs> Which also, what high, high school, school, what middle school has best stomach as a superlative? It was Beverly the, Hills. It was Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, but it was the hot girls did like a popularity poll, and then they like gave everyone their rankings. Yeah, but that doesn't even count. You didn't get best, you're best personality? You're saying I got best personality oh, in the actual school. Stop, stop, stop. You're <laughs> saying that there wasn't a football player, a basketball player that had a better stomach than there you? There was no black kids. So I said. was addicted to infomercials yeah. as a kid, and I bought an ab crunch machine. <laughs> I swear to God, I was the first kid to have a six-pack. Dub is a gay queen. Bias. He's just like, he's like a 50-year-old housewife. He's, you he know when the you stayed home like, from school shaker? and you watched Price is Right and right before like <laughs> the telenovelas would come on and would be the great infomercials? That's how I know a lot of songs. You know, they yeah. they just <laughs> go over like these like collection albums. That's what that, I call that's music. The yeah. Plot line from uh, Crazy Stupid Love. And Ryan Gosling in it is ripped. <laughs> Are you describing Crazy Stupid Love right Man, now? What is Crazy Stupid Love? It's a great romantic comedy, I guess. Ryan Gosling and uh, Steve Carell. And Emma Stone. You would actually uh, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Ryan Gosling's character is really funny. Yeah, but his yeah. point was Ryan Gosling. You look photoshopped. That's the big line from that movie, right? Yeah. He yes. takes off his shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he's but, also addicted to infomercials. So I'm just saying, like, being addicted to infomercials and being Ryan Gosling were... Uh, you're saying there's yeah. divergent paths, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ryan Gosling addicted to infomercials looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Dove addicted to infomercials. Looks Too like much. he sleeps on a tilt-a-whirl or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tilt-a-whirl? The fucking spinny Scrabatron thing. What is it? Is like that a, at a fair, thing? it just spins and you get stuck to the wall. And yes. That's, that's what he looks like, right? Yes. yes. That is true. Yes, that is true. Like there's shirtless extra contest. gravity. There's, shirtless contest whenever you want. Extra I mean that sincerely. I Why won't date. you just do it right now? I need a challenge. Give people a before. Give people a no, before. No, because my pants are pinching on the it's side. Your pants. I got a medium. How? Imagine blaming on your pants. Imagine thinking that you're fat because of your pants. No, it's just that it's pushing out the love handles. Because it's pinching. Because you have your fat. Yeah, and I have to also pee a lot because they're tight right now. Why do they call them love happening? handles, Dove? Ask all the it. girls that seem have to you, not have care. You thought about <laughs> trademarking them to Dove handles? Yeah, you got to call them Dove <laughs> handles. Too. Ooh, the Dove handles. That could be good. You can sell it as an infomercial. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's discuss uh. let's discuss some topicos. Okay, let's talk about Afghanistan. Let's. Um, this will be a fun conversation. Yeah. 
Uh, so we're journalists. Yes, we're journalists. And we know we're, exactly this what's going on. This is 100% facts. Everything we're going to give you is verified facts. It's a pretty okay? simple situation, too. Very simple. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've pulled out of Afghanistan. Uh, the Taliban has taken control of the country. Very I mean, it quickly. took like a week. Yeah. They are so fast. Very these, good. These Talibanis. Very good. Very good. Put them in the Olympics. And um, it is, uh, it's, it's, Here's the here's a situation that's really tricky. Just seeing the like the the reaction from people. There's no good solution here. Correct. We went in here. Bush went in went in there after 9-11. It was disgusting. It was stupid. It was fucked up. We should have never been there at all. Okay. We've occupied this place for 20 years. Right. Okay. There's no solution. We either stay there, we continue to occupy it forever. Yeah. Right. Or we pull out and we go, we fucked up. Now we have to have some responsibility for the people that we're leaving, right? Yes. Like, we fucked up the situation. So, I think we should be responsible to take every single person that wants to leave back. Mm. If they want to go to America, they want to go to somewhere else, we work out some sort of situation where they can go to other places and we work out with, a, you know, one of our allies. Maybe they want to go live there and they're willing to accept them. Again, I haven't worked out this, this theory, but I do believe that's our responsibility to protect those people, especially if we went in there and fucked the whole thing You're up. You're talking about Afghani place. citizens. Afghani citizens, Afghani people that are just living there. Like, mm -hmm. anybody that's going to be fucked by this situation could potentially be killed, jailed. Uh, have their livelihood taken from them. Anybody who wants to leave. We've done this with other people in the past. Like we did it with the 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 people, um the Hmong people, mm. right? In Vietnam. I think we did it with uh a lot of Vietnamese people. We did it with Cambodians. We did it a lot of people from that region in the Vietnam War. But he's like, yo, you sided with us, now shit's about to be fucked up for y'all. If y'all want to come move to Houston, you're good to go. Right. Um I think we have that responsibility for these people. And it looks like we're not gonna take it, but it's really fucked up to just leave them there. That being said, uh, I think that we've been misled in terms of like how much uh, we prepared them to fight back against the Taliban. Like oh, I was, yeah. I was speaking to a guy who's there right now, and uh, he basically was like, "Yeah, they, we're not like they, they didn't really train the army here." And when you think about it, that makes sense. What are we really going to do? Train them so they're just as good as the U.S. Army? Is that what we want? Do we want high tech weapons? High-tech training, zero reliance on us. What do you think the next step is? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, that That's was what story. happened with the Taliban the first time, right? They trained them to fight against Russia mm -hmm. in the Cold War, mm -hmm. and then they became the Taliban, took over the country, and now they're a threat to national security mm -hmm. in 2001. And now what does the Taliban have? All the weapons? All the weapons. Yeah. But wasn't oh, yeah. that the story, though? It was like, oh, we'll go in, like, we'll teach them how to fight, teach them how to be self-sustaining against the Taliban, then mm -hmm. we'll leave, mm -hmm. and then American occupation will work to try to empower Yeah, that them. sounds great. Mm -hmm. in th it's communism. It sounds great in theory, but in reality, you know it wins wars as weapons. Right, that was the story. Not yeah. fucking karate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's obviously a very tricky situation, and um, it just really sucks, man, because it exposes what a monumental fuck-up that we did. We went in there, we fucked shit up. Simple as that. And there's tons of conspiracy theories going around. Like one thing that I kind of thought of, and I don't know how real this shit is. And I don't actually, I was doing a little bit more research and it's absolute bullshit. So maybe it's just, maybe it's just like a convenient timing, but I do th find it weird that the second these pharmaceutical companies can make a lot of money off the vaccine, they no longer need the poppy fields for all their opioid mm. uh, drugs. Right. Right. The Oxycons and these type of things. And you know, Afghanistan has like the largest producer of poppy opioid or opium poppy in the world mm -hmm. right so it's like oh now we have money to make on the vaccines well we don't need that shit no we can leave afghanistan and the taliban was like burning down poppy fields in like the 90s 
they were like trying to destroy him. Mm. So it's like, of course, we're going to be in there. And of course, we're going to need something to offset all the money that we're spending over there. So if we're spending a trillion dollars or however many billion dollars a year we're spending to prop up this country, well, we're going to need something out of it. Oh, what do we have? Okay, these natural resources, poppy fields. I think they're like the the biggest lithium provider in the world. Like it's the uh, Saudi Arabia of of lithium, I think people describe it. So obviously there's these natural resources that people really want and uh, we really want. And um, we just removed ourselves and it's just a really, I don't know, I I just kind of feel sad about it, man. I just feel sad because it's almost like we're setting it up for the okie doke, right? It's almost like we get out of there and now we're going to go back to like how horrible the Taliban is and how horrible uh, Islam is and, and how horrible terrorism is. And we need to get back there to make sure we protect them and, and secure them. Like you already see the narrative start to go, right? It's like, which is how they got us the first time. Yeah. That's what, cause you said it was, we should have never been, uh, we should have never gone there in the first place. But I remember 2001, mm. I'm sure you remember very well being like, Oh, it was, we have very good intelligence. It was the Taliban. We have the video of bin Laden saying it was him. So we got to go in there and get them out of here. They're a threat to U.S. security. Yeah. And then once you went there, it became, hey, we need to keep the people of, of, of Afghanistan safe. And we were like, why? You're just sending troops over there. I remember every presidential candidate saying, I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull the troops out. Yeah. Now we pulled the troops out. We saw how quickly it fell apart. And now I think a lot of people are acting like, why the fuck do we pull out? Whereas all the time I remember before this, we were like, why are we still there? Mm. So it is a flip, I think, on our parts where we're just kind of, hey, I'm not going to be happy either way. Why are we there for 20 years? And then the second we leave, why would we ever leave? All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because y'all need to stay hydrated. You're fucking up. All right. It's summer. It's hot. Okay. And y'all are maybe staying hydrated, but you're not doing efficiently. Okay. If you could have three cups of water by just drinking one, wouldn't you do that? This is a no-brainer. You come home drunk at night, right? Do you want to have three cups of water before you go to bed? Or do you want to have one and it does the exact same thing? I always want one cup. I don't even drink. There you go. Look at that. One cup. What, do you want to put three cups of water next to your bed? You look absolutely ridiculous. Like a fucking psychopath. A psychopath would do that. Like a serial killer. A serial killer. Total serial killer. Now, how are you going to do it? You're going to do it with liquid IV. Liquid IV. This is what you're going to do. This is the item that we're using we bring it on tour we use it in the morning when we come over here might have a rough night i might even take it out with me if i have a rough night Mm. so i just pound that shit right before i go back home it contains five essential vitamins more vitamin c than an orange and as much potassium as a banana okay it's healthier than the sugary sports drinks there's no artificial flavors or preservatives and less sugar than an apple I'm telling you, this is the real good shit. It's made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. So, what the fuck makes Liquid IV so effective at increasing your hydration? It has the optimum ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium, and delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. It's Mm. the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than the water alone, which is what you want. You want to be in that water steroids, the water PEDs. You want to stay fucking hydrated out here, okay? This company is donating 4 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military if you needed a good reason why you should support them. Liquid IV has donated over 11 million servings globally. So grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code flagrant at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today. Use the promo code flagrant at liquidiv.com. Dot com. All right. Get that. Now let's get back to the show. 
Yeah, because that's the thing with the people who say who are upset that we left. It's like, what do you want? Do you want occupation forever? You want to send our troops over there over and over and over? Yeah. Because we don't like losing our troops, and the chances of losing them there are way higher. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like know imperialism what the solution or not. Is. Yeah. That's the thing. The, the, especially the media like just flipped on them so quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, apparently Biden's been pretty like anti like Iraqi uh, intervention and like Iraq or like Afghani intervention for a long time. Yeah. And apparently he was opposed to Vietnamese intervention also. Oh wow. Apparently he told the president at the time like he was like a super the young senator he was like yeah, yeah this is a lost cause let's get out of here so yeah. he's been trying to do this for a long time and the media was like yeah let's get out let's get out bro like seeing the media start to spin narratives is so funny even this fucking botched face bitch nancy pelosi is out here like they're already pushing the propaganda about uh, uh, feminism and uh, lgbtq acceptance mm-hmm. right like it is honestly brilliant the way the military industrial complex has used feminism and Gay, gay rights, rights yeah. as propaganda for Middle East intervention. It is genius. They're like, who are the people that we need to convince to go oppress brown people out there mm-hmm. in other parts of the world? Who are the people in America that would give the pushback yeah. to that? You tell conservatives, like, yo, we got to protect America. They're, They're like, like, we're in right. there. You want to yeah. protect the flag? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Send the but boys. these liberals, you can't say that because they don't fucking love they've the been, flag as much. They've been anti-war for a long time. They're an, than, they yeah. anti-war back in Vietnam. They're exactly. the ones pushing back. We don't want intervention. So you need to tap into something that they really care about. Right. You need to tap into the groups that are oppressed and that you want to fight for. Yeah. So now you got women's rights activists, right? You have gay rights activists going, we need to go save women. We need to go save gays out there. I've seen some BLM stuff. People are like, yo, like Black Lives Matter. There's black mm. people in Afghanistan, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So it's so genius. They just go... Nancy Pelosi tweeted something the other day. This fucking retard. She goes, uh, she goes. Oh, it's disgusting and so sad what the Taliban is going to be doing to these women, just snatching them up and keeping them as sex slaves as they go and take back the country of Afghanistan. We can't let this happen. Which it is. Which they're going to do. But we only care about the sex slave shit when it happens in countries with natural resources. Like yeah. there, li- I was tweeting Bro. this the other day. There's literally countries where they chop the clits off of girls and they don't have natural resources, so we don't care. There's a yeah. civil war in Ethiopia right now. We do not care. No one knows about. It. No one's talk about like Ethiopians are chopping each other up mm-hmm. as we speak mm-hmm. so it's like it's so it's such bullshit and it's shocking that that the extreme like leftist liberals haven't given any pushback to this I'm actually really shocked you don't hear anything from Bernie Sanders like Bernie Sanders talks all this shit right about like the billionaire class where's the talk about like Raytheon where's the talk about the military yeah. industrial complex where's the talk about the military industrial where's complex like where's AOC and it makes me feel like oh you're a part of this yeah you're still a part of this system you don't operate outside of the system like I want Bernie to be like why are you using gay rights and women's rights as a proxy to go there and, and basically destroy people's lives and take resources from these countries in the Middle East yeah but that's like all the things that we argue about are sort of like the negotiables Mm. Those are like the small rocks that are like, yeah, this is the culture where we go back and forth about it and like we try to earn ships here and there. But as far as American imperialism goes, we're not fucking with any of that. Yeah. Like every politician, whether you're left, right, center, like you are in favor of American imperialism in, in terms of like your operation within the political machine. And is that the well, best thing? Well, it depends. That one girl that everybody hated, the Ethiopian chick. Uh, Ilhan Omar? Yeah, Omar. She gave tons of pushback to American intervention anywhere. Yeah. And then people were like... You're not even American. That's the thing. There's only <laughs> yeah, there was one congresswoman that objected to uh, Afghani intervention after 2001. Uh, Bernie voted against it like historically a lot. Oh, in two, in 2001, there was only one senator at the time that went against it. It was a Democrat from California. And mm-hmm. just let me clarify: I believe that Bernie's against it, mm-hmm. but 
he cries about Bezos not paying any taxes. Cries every single day about uh, who, what other companies? Maybe like Elon Musk cries about Warren Buffett, the billionaire class, the Rightly billionaire so. class, like, the billionaire I, class. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily objectionable. Like, I, I'm cool if he does it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. They're not making the fucking money. Well, I guess you could say their companies are, but they're not dictating policy like these bomb makers. That, that doesn't necessarily go toward American imperialism, to use Mark's term from earlier. Right. Like, that doesn't help keep the empire going as much as we got to keep these people. Uh, I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is, like, I think he knows where the bread is buttered. And I think he knows things that just aren't going <sighs> to. Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, you would think that there would be a little bit of a conversation. That's a valid point. Let's. Or that maybe they pay taxes and he's OK with that. As long as Raytheon's paying taxes, that's all he wants is tax dollars, and then you can go take resources from wherever the fuck you want. You can start endless wars in these different places. I can't. I would imagine he wants those tax dollars to go toward universal health care or something. Can I ask you a question? Let's assume all this is true, and everything at the end of the day, we're not fucking with American imperialism. We're going to keep our empire running. Mm -hmm. Is that the best thing for us? Are yeah, our like lives in this room all better because America does all this shit, and then we kind of get to act like we're above it somehow? I'm we curious. Reap the benefits. A friend of mine sat down with the CEOs of uh, of Raytheon, right? Once for this is a while back. I won't name any names or anything like that, but like, and asked him. It was like you hear all this bullshit about the military. And they didn't say bullshit. You hear all this criticism about the military industrial complex and like starting wars so for profit. How do you guys feel about that? And they said candidly to him, um, "Missiles don't sell themselves." Their commodity, right? Their their product yeah. is missiles. Yeah. Right? You need a purpose for missiles. Right. Right? If you sell horse and carriages or horse and buggies or whatever like that, and now we got cars, you're out of business, baby. If right. we don't have war, we don't have conflict. Right. They're out of business. Those CEOs, I wonder if their fucking job is to make sure there's some conflict. And right. I feel like this is I don't know. Like whenever people talk about the elites, to me, that's what it comprises. It's like corporate executives, like primarily within like war industries. Yes. The media and the politicians, and, and politicians that, that execute right. their bidding. And so like they can go to the media and be like, hey, like, look at this crazy story. This is kicking up. I'll send you this footage, like these pictures, this video. It's going to really scare people. It'll be good for your ratings. And it'll also be good for us. Yes. And it'll be, for good, be good for the politicians that save the day. Everybody yes. wins. Yes. Except for the people that are getting imperialized. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I guess I'm going off of you bringing up the point that we tend to occupy areas that have a lot of natural resources that we can make money on as a country. Oil. Doesn't that benefit all of us in this room as well? So I'm curious about that because if we're spending so much fucking money propping up these places mm -hmm. and we're spending so much fucking money on our military and on like development of weapons. Right. Like if we just stopped the imperialism and stopped producing the weapons at the same rate. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to make sure that we have military superiority over every country in the world. Yeah. But like, we could just keep on producing. We can not keep on blowing fucking things up and right. sending tens of thousands of troops over there, right? Mm -hmm. And propping up an entire country's GDP. So take a good percentage of that that we spent on the war. Yeah, like, I wonder just if it would offset defense it. systems. Yeah. I, but again, I don't know. And I mm -hmm. and like this is like way above my pay grade when it comes to like economics, right? Yeah. I also think that there's reasons why we're there that are outside of just resources. I think that we want to make sure that there's not a fucking pipeline built from one of our, you know, enemies yeah. uh 
to to uh, to Europe, right? So right. like we're doing things to make sure that we protect our own oil interests. So if a lot of shit is fucked up in Afghanistan, they can't build that pipeline up. You still got to ship your oil from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Guess who's in bed with Saudi Arabia? Yeah, the boys. Right. So I think you know, obviously geopolitics is a very difficult thing to digest. Right. But uh, I hear what you're saying. It just it just fucking sucks. Because that's the question I always come back to before I start judging all these people. And I don't know any of the details. I don't know how most of this shit works. I just start wondering, like, am I really allowed to criticize or do I benefit? Is my life infinitely better because of the fucked up things America does? You know what I mean? Like, I'm wiping my ass with two-ply. This is, life yeah. is good. Yeah. And yeah. No, your life is definitely better. Yeah. We all benefit from it without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I think we just assume we do. But I don't know how much that's we what, do. Yeah, that's what I assume. I'm like, who am I to criticize? You know, I got so many poor cousins in India. Don't even have the fucking toilet. Here I am. I got a bidet. Like, what am I? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of our leverage in the world just comes from consumption power. You know? It's quite possible. I don't know. And that's where I'm, you know, you try to look at yourself before you criticize. So yeah. I'm, whenever I want to be like, oh, it's fucked up they're doing this. I'm like, am I benefiting from that mm. i'm trying to question myself and my own do i have the right to sit on this pedestal and say how dare you mm. yeah this also to me yeah. is kind of like an illustration of like the governmental power thing that we were talking about before mm. like giving the government power that then gets used in a good way but then gets like twisted into a bad way mm. so like after 9-11 it was like the aumf or whatever like authorization of military force that everyone voted for to go get the guys that did it, get Al Qaeda, like all that shit. Right. And then it was that military authorization that was used to go into like the Philippines, go into Afghanistan, like yeah. going to all these other places. So like the initial intention of it was good. Like, yeah, let's go get the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, all right, now that we have this thing in place, let's just utilize that and interpret that under like, uh, you know, war court to go into anywhere else that we need to go. And defeat a conspiracy yeah. theory that there could be people who know that that want, let's get this authorization shit Whatever you just said, let's get that done, and then we can I don't even take think that, that and run with it. I don't even so think the conspiracy thing. I think if it's just you like, wanted to make it a conspiracy yeah, yeah. thing, that's where you go, oh, 9-11 would be an inside job planned by these guys. That's so the then same they thing as the Patriot Act. It, yeah. They yeah. say 9-11 was used to erode yeah, false to flag, erode, yeah, to erode yeah. modern rights liberties and, and do mass monitoring yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But this, this is what was used to get into Afghanistan. It was, like, it was that authorization. This is why it is so hard to make change like lasting change in government in america mm -hmm. because and why it should be mm -hmm. you know it's like really hard to amend something uh, a part of the constitution like it's really hard like we're just locked in it feels as if nothing ever changes right because right. you have both these sides and it's very hard for one side to get uh control of the house and the senate yeah. and just get approval and everything it's very hard but it's supposed to be yeah because when things get changed quickly they get taken advantage of so easily mm -hmm. yeah. right like it doesn't matter if it's for the best reasons. You're going to find a way to monetize it, take advantage of it, and completely manipulate people to continue to support it. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just a, it's such a shame, dude. And we and I don't know, like I, we can't we can't remove our responsibility from it. That's what I'm that's what I fear. I fear like we're out now. Oh, sorry. OK. And then you guys got to deal with this mess. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's not how it is, dude. Yeah. Like we created the mess. Yeah. We got to clean that shit up. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to clean it up. But listen, we didn't decide to be in there. The people, you know, like this is a lot of times the government makes these decisions. Right. And we have to bear the responsibility for them as the people. Right. Because we vote in the government. Right. But a lot of times these decisions are not being made by the motherfuckers that we vote in. Mm -hmm. Right. They're being made by these special interest groups. They're being made by these, 
massive, you know, trillion dollar corporations. Like those are the people that are really dictating this American policy. And then the world looks at us and starts going, how the fuck can you guys do this? We're like, bro, we don't want this. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't want to have anything to do with Afghanistan. Most Americans don't know a single fucking city in Afghanistan. Yeah. We have no clue. And we're looking at like, how do I benefit from Afghanistan? I would know how I'd benefit from a relationship with Saudi Arabia. If you took the names off of a map of the world, I wouldn't be able to name pretty much any country we've gone to war with. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Afghanistan, I can't point it out. Yeah. Yo, show me the numbers, yo. Show me the I bet if they showed us the numbers, they're like, listen, this is how much it costs. To, this is how much American imperialism costs. And this is what we get out of it. And this is what life would be like without it. Like, if you just broke that down, Somebody must have broken this down, but if they just broke that down completely, they're like, listen, gas is going to be $10 a gallon. You know, yeah. like if, <laughs> if, if you really broke that whole shit down to us, I bet you Americans would be like, all right, man, do your thing, yo. <laughs> you know, like if it looked beneficial enough to us, be like, yo, keep doing yeah, your thing, Pelosi, yeah. my bad. Oh, the Super but it's Bowl's like, on? Oh, the Super Bowl's on. It's, it's, like, Super Bowl. it's like Michael Jackson. You yeah. know how we all pretend we don't think he did it? Yeah, Because yeah. we know if we found out, we'd still listen? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we don't want to know the number because we're like, if we find out what it costs us, yeah, we'd yeah. be like, just kill Stop asking questions. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't live. I don't yeah. think we want to know. Yeah. I think if we saw how much we benefited, we'd all find out our own morals ain't shit. And we'd be like, hey, do what you got to do, man. I'm and not if that's And if that's the case, man, I... It is amazing that they haven't said that shit yet. Because <laughs> if you were tweeting at me every single day yeah. saying I ain't shit, yeah. right? Like I was tweeting at Pelosi and all these other motherfuckers. Like if, if, if people just talking shit to you every single day and you're like, you dumb motherfuckers, you know what your life would be like? <laughs> right? Like, isn't that crazy? I would have definitely said it. Yeah. Immediately yeah. I would have said it. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I think, I think Republicans got to re apologize to the Dixie Chicks. Okay. Oh, fucking valid point. Long time dog. coming, bro. I want Rush Limbaugh. I want. Why? Hannity. What happened? I want fucking Glenn Beck. Because the Dixie, the Dixie Chicks' career, and you probably know the story more accurately. Yeah, than me. I mean, basically that. Like, I think they were in London, and at the time there was like a pretty big like British uh, like resentment to like Middle Eastern intervention. Yeah, yeah. And then they go on tour. They the go to irony. <laughs> and they <laughs> they, the they learned their lesson. Could take a moral fucking high ground. They learned on their lesson. Middle Eastern intervention. Keep yeah. going. And so basically they go there and they're like, yo, like we stand with you guys like we completely agree we don't want this war we don't want the violence we don't like george bush is going to the middle east like we're ashamed that george bush is from texas that's what they said at the concert yeah the baby type shit like that moment like he like beat stops and they just let it rip put your lighters in there if you don't like the war in iraq whatever and then they got canceled by every like republican commentator their career kind of ended they're off they, cmt their careers they were fucking massive they were the dude. biggest name in country music they're and a then, country group touring in london don't they're get radio massive. play to this day they finally had a song that, like, this year got radio play a little bit. Gaslighter. Yeah, but it didn't even blow up. And they were the biggest thing in country music for yeah. a few years. And then they said but one no, they thing. We're ashamed to be from the same state as George Bush is what I always heard as a Texan. Yeah. And then that was it. Somehow, and it's amazing. We don't even, do we even have video evidence of this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there okay. was a video. And now all the Republicans are like, why, why are we there? Like, this button's an idiot. Like, blah, blah, blah. That's some shit like, you knew who your fans were, dummies. <laughs> I'm tired of these crying ass bitches. Like, you knew who your fans were. You were showing up to the shows. You saw the flags that they was waving in the fucking crowd. You made enough millions where you were able to have a point and be willing to lose your career. And then it was like, I'm going to I'm gonna say how I really feel. But you made your millions first, so shut your fucking mouth. I think mouth. they felt safe in England. Huh? They, they, they felt, felt safe in safe England. safe staying in England. Even more pussy. <laughs> say at home here. 
I don't know. I don't I don't buy that shit. I don't buy that shit where like you make all your money first and then you decide that you're gonna be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like roll roll the dice, bro. If you really feel like it, roll the dice. I don't know the history on this. Fully. It was also pretty quickly after the war. It wasn't like But the Dicks Chicks have always sort of been uh like the lefties of the country world. Well then they shouldn't be canceled, right? I think it that was, was just, when it was the felt timing like, of it. I mean it was post nine eleven, I mean within yeah, it was like it's two Sinead weeks. O'Connor doing. I the, think the, yeah, like we Catholic. didn't have, yeah, yeah. like we didn't intervene in the Middle I East. I think before, I remember like, hearing about this in like 2003, yeah. and yeah. 9/11 I mean, was the end of 2001. So we probably went to war 2002. We no entered in 2003. Oh, so this yeah. was quick. This was quick. This is mm. weeks after we're entering. Yeah, mm. the first round of combat is. I mean, we were in the we were in there with his pops. Yeah, yeah, but like, they, 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 they weren't had a the platform country, to say it then. They're not going to say it <laughs> before. Hey, remember mic. 15 years ago, y'all? That's our bad, dog. We never should have did that shit. What's up, Houston? Also, fuck George <laughs> Sr. Fuck these bitches, bro. <laughs> You're not nah. doing nothing brave. I'm fuck sorry, chicks. I'm, yeah, they're the Yo, chicks now. They deserve an apology, dog. Nah. Nah, they do. They do. No, they they had some slappers, bro. <laughs> no, they don't. They made the money. They kissed the devil. They knew what the fuck they was doing. And once they made enough money, they were like, I don't want to be with the devil anymore. It's like it's like them dumb bitches that, that was with Hugh up. Hefner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I don't think Hugh that's Hefner the same. girlfriends that like they're like all about being a fucking Playboy bunny. Then they got their own TV show and their own spinoff. They're like, oh, I don't want to be with this old man anymore. It's like you know what you did. Yeah, that I agree with. But I don't think the Dixie Chicks. They didn't write like a bunch of pro America music and then all of a sudden get money and then be like, yo, fuck you. They just made country music. Yeah. Then a few weeks after we had a war, they were like, yo, we don't want to be a part of this shit either. They also mm. made like lefty country music. Like, uh, yeah. so how would they get canceled? It was then? it was chick shit. They, they, were, yeah. they absolutely just lost all their tours. They lost all their sponsors. No, he's saying if they were lefty, then how come they're suddenly getting canceled? Because then they went too far. You can be slightly left, but they weren't like there was nothing to voice. They you were could, apolitical. Yeah, gotcha. it was also pre-social media, so they didn't have any contact with their fans. So if their they agen- were agency dropped social them, media, like, maybe we would have been like. And also country music, here, radio, which dominates country. Oh yeah, music, they were off the radio. They never got to tour again. No one showed up. Like right. Yeah. Whatever. It is what uh, it is. You know who your fans came are. New Greenridge, like all these. Yeah. They got trash. They went crazy. Yeah. But that's also like that political grandstanding shit. Yeah. Like you're using this as an opportunity yeah, to show how much you love America. Yeah. They never heard of the And dishes. his point, yeah. Mark's point, is that's fucking gross, especially gross now, because now you're just sit parroting what they were saying, basically. Yeah. Never yeah. should have been there. You fucking ended these girls' careers so you could get five minutes of airtime. Right. Yeah. And they had bangers the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hits. So we lost, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We lost. Years of greatness. The chicks. Yeah. yeah. We got to put Britney's dad in charge of Afghanistan. I think yeah. that's what we need. We need a conservatorship <laughs> in Afghanistan. We yep. really do, man. Get Britney's dad over there. Like, because Afghanistan's in their in their head shaving phase right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, like they're yeah, like they're yeah, kind of yeah. like off the meds a little. Yeah. yeah. So we got to get him. What's his name again? Rick. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie yeah. Spears. Yeah. We gotta he get got Jamie time now. He got yeah. the time. Yeah. That motherfucker's a psycho, bro. It's weird he named his daughter. <laughs> he Jamie named too. his daughter after him. Oh, That's my favorite of that is George Foreman, though. Georgina. He's oh, got yeah. he's got five sons, all named George. Yeah, and then he's got one daughter named like Georgina, and I maybe think another daughter named Georgetta. He has twelve kids. Yeah, and he's named over half of them after himself. Yeah, that's wild. But also being a dude and naming your daughter after you is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, you are a crazy person. Yeah, it's a narcissist. That is unbelievable levels of narcissism. Like, you have to look at your wife and be like, I think we should name her after me. Yeah. yeah. And then she's... <laughs> she's a younger daughter, too. Yeah. Well, like, he lost the fight with the older daughter, and he yeah. was like, all right, if I get the next one, though. 100%. Yeah, like, he, right, what do you, pick? you know what? He won the fight with the older daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he won. Yeah, yeah, you payback. didn't let me have the name. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, have her. Yeah. Her money. With that being said, I'm naming my daughter Mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
100%. You gotta do it. Dion's daughter's name is like Deandra. Deion Sanders? Some shit like that. Yeah. Dion Deandra. Something like that. What is that about? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, the junior's just a little, it's a little, little weird. A little sussy, right? A little sus. Yo, yeah. you know what I don't think is sus? The third. I'm, I'm naming my kid the third. I'm skipping. I right get to the it. third. I'm with you. Because it's really an homage to your father. Yeah. It's not yeah. narcissistic. You're like, yeah. I have so much respect for my dad. I'm going to bestow his name on my child. And now yeah. this is a legacy and it all dates back to this. Yes. Family. But the first person to go junior, you are a bona fide narcissist. You can, you can also skip it, though. You could just name your kid son. after your dad and then he can be junior. Yeah, 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 son. You know who's no, a shitty father? Why? Junior is the next generation. It can't be senior and then junior and it skips me? No. You know who's a shitty father is the guy who names his kid junior and then his kid doesn't name his kid the third. Yeah, that's a shitty father. <laughs> Yo, you're looking at that guy like, yeah, his name is going to be Aaron. Fuck shame. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want my kid to be unique. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to be anything like this grandpa. Yeah. Now you're the narcissist and a shitty dad. Yeah. If you were a narcissist but you killed it, you knew. You called your shot. This you kid going to love shot? me, bro. Yes. If that's their notepad in a wallet. That's their yes. post-it note. Damn. I'm going to be such a good dad. My kid's going to name his kid the third. Yeah, that's pointing to the stands. That's baby. Yeah. That Yo, is, right there. Wow. It's going to go right there. Point. But if you do that shit and your kid is like, nah, bro, it stops with me. Yeah. You yeah, suck, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. So uh, what, what are you going to name uh, my grandkid? Jake, the first. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the first. Yeah. You gotta hope. You gotta wait till your dad dies before you get yeah. a kid. It's That's also so dad. waspy. We, I knew a kid. Uh, I also like the nicknames that come with it, but it's so waspy. The if you're the fourth, uh, so fourth in line, your initials are IV, and I knew a kid named Ivy. Because uh, uh, he was fourth. I know and a couple then, of so black thirds. I see, I see it uh, as yeah. I see it as waspy or poor. Ah. Uh. Like, this is all I got to give you. Exactly. I got nothing else yeah. to give you, bro. It's Jethro the Seventh, yeah. right? Like, some real hillbilly La- shit. Latinos I got nothing Latino. but a name. Or some wild. I know I a million. Know Latinos I know go. hundreds of Latinos. Maybe not hundreds. Five, probably. Right. That were named Junior. They were all Junior. Junior, but I don't know about the third, the fourth, yeah, yeah. or any of that kind of shit. Yeah. Also, there's limited names. <laughs> they have, like, point. seven names. Yeah, they Nobody has less named names junior. than Latinos, right? <laughs> they really have very few names. Carlos no, Sanchez. No, no, no. I-, I guess he's a Junior. Carlos. Pedro. Juan. I can name Luis. One. Hector. Hector. Jose. Jose. Jesus. Angel. Jesus. Jesus. That's it. That I think does. they have under. I, I bet you. Whoa. <laughs> I bet you. Mario. I know a couple of Marios. This is more Italian, but I know a couple. Under 25 names. I bet you 90% of Latinos are named under 25 names. Male names. Male. Even less for women. Maria. Marie. Ah. Uh, there's there's a there's a push there's pushback to this. There's okay. the name Muhammad. We met in Houston. Oh yeah, or yeah, Dallas. yeah, yeah. Muslims have three names. Do you remember the guy? Yeah, 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 the guy yeah, comes yeah. up to us and he goes, "Hey, what's up? We're big fans." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Muhammad. I'm yeah. Muhammad. Oh, no, can, he says, I, can I say something? Can I say something real quick? Yeah. What an asshole Muslim to not name their kid Muhammad. I was just gonna say, <laughs> like, yeah, you got it. Ninety percent of them are named Muhammad, and then you have to have that conversation where you're gonna be the unique one. <laughs> oh, my kid's name is Imad. <laughs> Just name him Muhammad. It's Mo. It's MD. Okay? Like 90% of the rest of them. Why do you have to be the the, the hipster muzzy? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that how you're hipster in Islam? Is like, Aziz. Aziz. Aye, bro. Yeah. Aye, bro. Zishan. Aye, we get it with the Yo, Z's, dog. We get it. Literally everybody's name is Mo. Everybody. Yeah. Just go along with it. What about Ahmed or Ahmad? No, dude. No, we can't even do that? No. 
How many? What percent are named Muhammad? Probably a lot. Let me check. 99.9, probably. It's unreal. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of Uber and taxi drivers that you get that are named right. Muhammad. Yeah. Like, it is. It, it's hacky at this point. You know what, though? I feel like I know way too many Andrews. I feel like it's way too many Andrews, <laughs> and it's a lot of Alexes. We got three Alexes that work with us. There's no way that you're comparing the name Andrew or Alex to the name Muhammad. I'm not comparing. We're talking about a But if we're also Muslims. talking about yeah. overused names, and this is one that slept on, Andrew, a lot of Andrews, a lot Akash, of Alexes. Akash, 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 Akash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're understanding here. <laughs> we're talking about a billion yes. people. Yes, yes. Yeah. Muhammad way more common. About 150 million yeah, men and boys. The, what's the super bad line where he's like, why'd you pick McLovin? He was like, well, it's uh, I was between McLovin and Muhammad. He's like, why would it be between those two names? Because <laughs> Muhammad's the most common name in the world. Read a book. <laughs> I believe that. Most common name in the world. Yeah. It is. 150 million men and boys named Muhammad. 150 million. About half the U.S. Or actually the full male population of the U.S. Pretty That's much. crazy, dude. It's like if every man in America was named Every Muhammad. man in America had the same name. That's not Andrew or Alex. That's not. That's not. <laughs> Andrew I just am Alex. running across a lot of Andrews and Alexes. I'm like, I'm this. Sure, a I'm it's sure. A There's a lot of yeah. us. Spend some time in Baghdad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like every single time you get into a car, it's by a guy named Andrew. That's got to be easy for you guys because you have a hard time telling them apart anyway. What? Brown people. Hey, Muhammad. You're probably right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't got to learn names this way. <laughs> That's right. Matter of fact, when you meet a brown person, is it even offensive to assume Muhammad? They can't even be offended by that. No, like, because their brother's Yo, name is Muhammad. No, why do you assume my name is Muhammad? Your brother, it is, your brother's name is Muhammad. Why would you assume? Your uncle's name is Muhammad. 90%. Your dad's name you're, is Muhammad. I mean, no, you're right. No, I'm my name 90 is... 90% right. Yeah, you're right. My name is Muhammad. I just wish you would have known yeah, right away. Exactly. <laughs> in, in Bali, they name the kid based off of the order that they're born. So, like, uh, the firstborn has one of two or three names. The second has one of two. The third is always the... Th one other name, and then the fourth, and then it repeats itself. You have more than four so kids. So everybody in the neighborhood. Everyone. You can guess. If you say, are you the oldest kid? All right. Your name is Wayan Putu or Gede. Wow. wow. Yeah. Love that. Right? Efficiency. It makes it you know, if you're though. bad with names, that's the best. I'm bad with names. Yeah. The best. Yeah. That's it's like a uniform in school. Like yeah. in school, you have to wear the uniform, and if you go to school with a uniform, you don't have to think about it. You're like, oh, it's taken I'm care of. Here. Yeah. When they let you pick your shoes. Oh that's, yeah, that's life. That's the middle name. <laughs> that's the middle name. You're like, I'm yeah. going with Sky <laughs> Skyler. That's the middle name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm accessorizing here. Yeah. Okay, I got to pee real quick. All right, guys, a couple of quick show announcements from me as well. I'm going to be in Austin September 23rd through 25th at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Make sure you come through. Also, this show isn't fully, fully agreed to yet, but we're going to make this shit happen. I'm finally coming to Texas to headline. I'm going to be in Houston October 1st at the Secret Group. I know it's been a long time, so get them fucking tickets. Let's sell both those shows out. October 15th, Toronto, Grand Girard Theater. We sold out the two shows we have. We're still trying to find a new venue and maybe add two more shows on Saturday as well. So, Toronto, we're going to get tickets. As soon as the link is live, I'll let y'all know. Cop them, motherfuckers. Let's keep selling it out. Uh, November 5th, I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. November 11th through 13th, I'm going to be in Indianapolis at Helium. And my October show that was originally October 8th at D.C. is now moved to December 9th through 11th at the Comedy Loft. They're trying to move us into a bigger space there as well. So get your tickets, akashsing.com. Let's bring that ass. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, I just saw a video of, of the people like hanging on to the, to the wheel of the plane. Just trying to take off with the plane. As the, U the U.S. Armed Forces plane is like taking off. They're like I don't just know if it's taking, taking off. Yeah. There's no way it's going to take off with all those people. And apparently there are people in the wheel well. 
they're hanging off of it. That, yeah, they're just that trying when to get it in any way they can. And then they they fell out of the wheel well as the plane was taking off. I mean, what would they think was going to happen? They think they were just going to hold on for the whole flight? Oh, the wheel will come in, and you can kind of like hide in the wheel well. I think you freeze, freeze to, to death. death. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, but I mean, do that. they lose consciousness. Burning building or jumping out. You know what I mean? Like. It's weird. When I spoke to this guy who's in Kabul, he's like a journalist, dude. He didn't seem that concerned. He's like, tomorrow it's going to go down. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. The Taliban's already saying uh, if you're impartial media, you could stay. You can operate well. Like, they're trying to... How is the Taliban this organized? How are they this efficient? Like, who's funding the Taliban? They're trying to be a real government. Like the, the leader, the spokesperson, 280,000 Twitter followers. Like, no, no, no. But I don't understand. Like, the military strikes had to be incredibly organized. Yeah. Right? The Their ability to, like, take over, understand what they need to go for. Like, I, I don't know. We always looked at the Taliban like they're hanging out in caves and shit like that. But they're, they're planning in that nah, cave, that's ta- though. That's Taliban 1.0. This, this is like, the new seriously, shit. This is actually Taliban 2.0. Who's promoting this? Who's funding this? Oil I mean, money, like magnates, like uh, uh, Osama bin Laden famously like had a hyper wealthy family and a wealthy dad, and like yeah, he used certain funding from like different uh, pseudo governments and and other uh, you know forces to huh. to build these things up. The Taliban extracted four point or four hundred sixty four million dollars in profits by mining and imposing taxes on miners of copper, oil, gas, cobalt, gold, iron, lithium. So they basically just occupy cities and areas of Afghanistan and then extract the resources. Right. Mm. So they're doing what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Opium, apparently. So why are they upset about it? Afghanistan is a source of 84 percent of the world's global opium. Yeah. Now, didn't we kick them out of Afghanistan entirely? Mm hmm. So they were always in certain regions. Yeah. I mean, there was different numbers, like, apparently, yeah. because that's what people were asking Biden in the press conference. So, like, well, yeah. you know, is it inevitable considering that Afghanistan controls 40% of the country? You mean Taliban? Or Taliban controls yeah. 40% of the country. And he was like, well, it's actually less than that, and it's not necessarily blah, blah, blah. <sighs> so there was different estimations of how much it was, and I don't think people expected it to be as much control as they had. You know, it's kind of interesting about this this plane scene. If you see the the viral video of the people grabbing onto the yeah. plane or, like, People, a lot of people are saying uh, it looks like World War Z. Remember that movie, yeah, the zombie yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. And then I see other people grandstanding on that and being like, oh, you Westerners have to compare it to a horror movie, World War Z. It's like, bro, that's how we're trying to identify how yeah, fucked up it is. That's you all we understand. You can't even let a person start to empathize without being like, oh, fuck you for trying to have empathy. Yeah. It's just such a, there's just such a can't winism with everything in social media. What are we supposed to compare it to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like uh, a gobble today. <laughs> that's the only thing you compare it to. There's yeah. nothing that happens yeah. in America that's like that at all. You know how in heartless you? Yeah, how heartless would you say? I'm mean, like, that's like Black Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying to get a VCR at Best Buy. Yeah. A VCR. <laughs> <laughs> a Walkman. But, a Walkman. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. But it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Like when the tsunamis were happening, I was like, yeah, it's like Sharknado. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. you just compare it to what you know. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. And but, thank God we don't know what that shit is like. <laughs> I mean, great. What an amazing country this is. Oh, yeah. we're so privileged here. We're so fucking lucky. And how much did we really... I really need to understand. I, someone needs to explain to me how much we really benefited from being in Afghanistan. Yeah. I really need to understand. Because now, of course, all like the fear mongers are coming out. And they're like, now there's finally a place for these terrorists to uh, to you know relax and plan safely with the protection of another terrorist organization. And they can coordinate attacks on Europe and America and without the concern of American forces in there spying and gathering intel to protect us. Like this is this is what they this is the uh, you know the five year plan. Like what is really going to happen? There right. might be another big attack on the West, et cetera. Right. So 
but I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much we actually benefit. And if I we mean, did have 40% of the regions. No, I don't know what percentage, but it was high. Yeah, but you were saying that they had a certain yeah. percentage of the Taliban was in control of a certain percentage. Like, why don't they just harbor the terrorists there? And if they're making bank, like it said, like they could easily hang out, get a conference room, figure out your terror attacks. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think anything changes that much more. Well, it's difficult to know how much you benefited as an American citizen, or I benefited. Yeah. But Halliburton probably did okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Lockheed Martin probably did okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, those guys did good. And ultimately, it's the elite and the yeah, power brokers. Yeah, I think what we're wondering is how much does that benefit us as a, just a pure, like, byproduct or trickle-down or whatever the term is. Yeah. Yeah, we know it benefits those companies. So right. Like, you make weapons, you're winning right now. How much are we also winning? The assumption is there, though, that, like, that assumption is the saying that we're there because it benefits us. It might not benefit us at all. That's I mean, what I, I need I to understand. That's what we're trying to find out. Right. Yeah. So like, but it's possible that it doesn't, and we would still occupy. Yeah. And we would like to know. And then I'd be pissed. Yeah. Right. Basically, what I'm trying to do is be honest with myself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. If it increases my life 25 percent, am I willing to take that 25 percent sacrifice? I think most people will not. You ask them if they're willing to take a 25 percent pay cut at work, they're not going to take it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but if it increases my life one percent or two percent, and it increases Halliburton and Raytheon's life 300%. Mm -hmm. Fuck all them. Yeah. Yeah. Yank them out. Let's get back to regular shit and not feel the guilt of completely destabilizing a nation of independent people and destroying their fucking lives. And now, I mean, countless more are going to be dead. I mean, it's going to be real yeah. sad. I mean, yeah. every motherfucker that was on that plane is going to be in a picture and they're going to be walking around the streets like, was that you on the wheel? That was you on the wheel trying to get out that of here? That was the other Muhammad. That wasn't me. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, man. Life is going to be shitty. It's going to be shitty. But I need to know. I need to know exactly how much I benefit from American imperialism. Yes. I need to I know. I need to know where the accountability lies. If it lies with me for being okay with it and I make this money, bet. If it's them yeah. and we don't really benefit, then I can hold the government accountable. Yeah. yeah it's it's getting to a point where I want to know. Before, I didn't want to know. It's the sum of parts, though. Like, American imperialism is not just one country or one region. Of course. It's just the whole world. Of course. And it's also, like, multifaceted. This it's would not be just a good, um, like, marker for it, though. Yeah. Like a barometer of how much we benefit from intervention. Yeah, like if I benefit 1% from Afghanistan, but, you know, if I benefit 20% from having military bases around the world, let's keep those bases. That's my yeah. point. Like, I don't know if you necessarily benefit a ton from one specific country, but you benefit 25% from military bases. You benefit 20% from digital colonialism with media and tech. You benefit 30% from spies and shit. I don't like, count digital colonialism because they have the ability to opt out. You have the yeah. ability to not have an Instagram page. You have the right. ability to not have a Facebook page. Like, that's mm -hmm. your choice. If you want to share your information and data with the world because you need to get likes and shit and pats on the back for how cute you look in your fucking outfit, mm -hmm. then that's on you. And the stakes it's are different when a motherfucker is there telling you how to live your life, yeah. what to do, when you're going to do it, what parts of your religion are allowed to be expressed and what parts are not. Mm -hmm. Like the stakes are a lot higher with military colonialism yeah. than digital colonialism. Yeah. You're changing people's lives. But yeah. they operate as far as percentages go. Yeah. What do you mean? What does that mean? Like there's percentages of each that are affecting our lives every day. Sure. I don't I'm think all about digital colonialism. Yeah. I'm all about like uh, cultural colonialism, like movies and shit. Yep. Like put out our action movies. Make them want to drive around fast cars yep. and Vin Diesel and shit. Like that's cool. That's awesome. That's great. Mm -hmm. Win, win, win in that way. That is way different because that's opt-in. You have to opt-in to Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. You have to opt-in to thinking Vin Diesel's cool. We don't even think Vin Diesel's cool in America. But if they think he's cool, fine, great. Mm -hmm. you got to opt-in to our music. you got to opt-in to all those things. That is an option. You don't get to opt-in to a fucking helicopter showing up in your neighborhood and telling everybody this is how you're going to live your life. Yeah, this mm -hmm. necessarily costs us lives. Yes. Like, and absolutely. rap music doesn't 
kill Amer- doesn't kill American soldiers. It kills Americans, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it doesn't kill American soldiers, right? So like you're not having American freedom fighters dying for these causes that we don't give a fuck about. So these big wigs can make a bunch of money. Yes. So fuck all that. But I need to know because I'll be a complete hypocrite if they come back and they're like, "Yo, Afghanistan, that's that's thirty percent increase in your lifestyle, just that one place." Yeah. And we're gonna have to go get that thirty percent somewhere else. So watch out, South America. Watch out, Africa. Watch out. Some reason is going to need to get destabilized for us to go back in there and fake prop it up again. And, and you know what I feel bad for? I feel bad for the soldiers, man, because their mission is noble. Yes. Like what they're doing is noble. It's very noble. Like if you are going, wow, this girl is being stolen from her family so she can be a sex slave for a Taliban army regiment. You're stopping that. Mm-hmm. Returning to her family, that's a noble cause. But you're only doing that so that this military company or this uh, missile company can make billions of dollars. Yeah. So it's like, what you're doing is good. You got you get to feel good about what you're doing. But the real reason you're doing it is so these guys can make trillions of dollars. Yeah. Ugh. Let me ask you a question. Stop me if, there's, if I'm missing something stupid. Is it a testament to how powerful like a De Beers is that we don't occupy Sierra Leone? Because you brought up, we like minerals, resources, whatever. Yeah. We can make a shitload of money off diamonds. Kids yeah. are getting killed, arms chopped off in Sierra Leone for diamonds. Yeah. And we're just like, nah, y'all got that. Diamonds are fake. Yeah, but we could still make a lot of money. Off of I think the reason why the uh, diamonds aren't, um, why we don't care about diamonds is because uh, nobody needs them. Mm. You know? The wealth is, or the values all like ascribed, prescribed, or whatever the word yeah, is. Yeah, like you need oil, bro. Yeah. Like you need, I guess you could say you don't need, no copper. You need like mm-hmm. you build things with copper, right. Okay. right? There's the wires, the, uh, what okay. are those, um, cables that they lay at the bottom yeah. of the ocean? Like yeah. you need certain, these, these certain minerals and these precious metals in order for life to function right. as we know it. And it's like diamonds you don't need. It's actually amazing what they've d- done. It's the craziest shit ever. It's the greatest business ever created. Yeah. Cause it's all based on nothing. Nothing. It's genius. Not rare. Not yeah. precious is nothing. Yeah. Fucking useless piece of glass. It really is. Fucking A. All right. Anything else on this before we move on, guys? Nah. Nah. That's kind of sad. sad. Yeah. It's just a sad thing to watch, man. Who's next? Who do you think gets it next? Might run it back. You think that's the that's the vibes? There's enough public outcry or whatever. They can gain sentiment. There's money to be made. Run it back. <laughs> And just you get think right maybe back they would pull there. out just to justify being there another 10 years? I think that's what some people are saying. Because they know this will happen, and then people yeah. are up in arms. It's like, all right, we'll go back, guys. Fine, we'll protect them. And it's almost too easy for the Taliban to take over. Like, if you really had 300,000 armed Afghan uh, military you know, forces, like, you really had... They apparently have a air force. Like, mm-hmm. the Taliban doesn't have an air force. Yeah. So start bombing some shit, right? Like if you have, if you have air superiority, I think every war since world war one has been won by air superiority. Makes sense. Right? Mm. Like I think the reason why Israel was just mopping motherfuckers in the middle East is because you had an an unbelievable air force, right? Yes. (laughs) But I mean, it's part of it. No, absolutely. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Airplanes from world war two were sent over and then boom. So it's like, I don't know, man. Something seems a little fishy here. It just seems too easy. And yeah. I wonder if they're setting up Biden to be the fall guy. 
I wonder if that's that. Biden, you get out of here. Now, I asked some people about this. I was like, are they trying to get Biden out of here? Is this his big fuck up? And then this poor guy plays the role his whole life. And this shows you how fucking, this shows you how diabolical this game is, bro. He plays the company man his whole life, his whole career. Finally gets in the position. And then what do they do? The second they need him out of here, the second he's stuttering too much on camera, the second he's looking like his cognitive abilities aren't there, yeah. they blame the fall of Afghanistan on him. Yeah. Even though it was honestly Trump's decision to pull out. Now he could have definitely changed it, but Trump did start laying the groundwork, right? Right. They did yeah. have that negotiation with the Taliban. But, they but basically he pulled out like 3,000 troops like at the end of his presidency, like yeah. around like 2019, 2020, I think. Yeah, so but it is it is interesting. He plays a company man the whole time and then legacy completely destroyed. This yeah. is on Biden's hands. That's how everybody's marketing it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I was talking to people and they were like, they don't think that's the case. And I go, why? Like, because the powers that be love having Biden there because they just get to tell him what to do. Mm. They hated Trump there. Right. Because that motherfucker was doing what he wanted to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And they were like, eh, eh. Yeah. But Biden, I don't think, is making a single decision. Do you guys feel like he's making any decisions? I mean, no. I don't think he's making a single decision. So they love having a guy that's not making a single decision. The only problem is the guy can barely hold a press conference. Right. Right? So... They have the perfect person in the fact that they're not going to be independent at all in their thinking, but the worst person because he's the laughing stock of media in the world. Right. What do you do? Bye. Adios. Yeah. Kamala. Maybe. Or just maybe wait till re-election. <sighs> and then just re-up and get someone else in there. I don't maybe know he would. doesn't run. They tell him like, yo, you're out. Yeah, yeah, he's out. And then yeah. Kamala takes over and you see how she does. If he decides not to rerun, run, is there another primary all over again how does that work or is it just her it depends if the party supports her i think if the party supports her then she's the incumbent but the party might not the party might go i don't think that you have enough likability they'll run the metrics oh her shit is down yeah her likability is not good i haven't heard anything from her i've heard her approval she's rating is really ghost low. right the only thing i've heard from her is telling immigrants don't come yeah. <laughs> that's literally the only thing and some conservatives might be on board. Yeah, like, they let right. her say that. Yeah, they let her flipped. say one word, and then they're like, shut your ass up. Yo, Pence talked more than Kamala. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wild. That's wild. Yeah. Because the way this is looking, if Trump wants to run in 2024, he's going to be a problem. Yeah. He's going he gonna to have a real shot. These guys are not going to like it because you haven't you set up Biden to fall. Kamala nobody likes. Yeah. So then what happens? You have another whole 2020 primary style, see who wins. If you get Biden out of there. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, situation sucks. We might have to go over there and try to figure it out. Oh, no. Us. Oh, no. You think? You think I we'll do it? I think we can figure it out. We get, you can at least get the airline thing figured out. I, All of them jumping on the airplane. Like, you have, like, you know. Schultz 2032. I've been saying this, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck this. Fuck all that. <laughs> fuck that. No, I think dude. you just go and try to straighten up the airplane. And do yeah. what? I don't know. You just like to yell at people on airplanes. I feel like you kind of got like your airplane situation figured out. Like yeah, all these people that. hanging on the outside. You just be like, yo, like chill. Put your mask on. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You can straighten them up. I would straighten them up. But he's they PJ, wouldn't listen. He's PJ Schultzy now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, point. yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're only on a private jet from now on. That's what it is. Sorry, guys. Sometimes semi-private, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. Who's matter? counting? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's counting? <laughs> um, it's a shared indoor space. Is what we call what it. else we got? What else we got? <laughs> all right. PJ Washington. Guys' names. Speaking of PJs, <laughs> yeah. hey, Private Jet Washington had a very public. Uh, baby yeah, so mama there's issue. like PJ Washington was dating this like famous thought named uh, Brittany Renner. Yeah, yep. 
Um, this is the girl that wrote the tell-all book about everybody she slept with. She's superhead for this generation. Oh, yeah, she's new superhead, Yeah, right? Yeah, also and time of peace. Yeah, yeah kind yeah. of, kind of. Um, and uh, so she was with this uh, this basketball player, P.J. Washington. I believe he plays for the Washington Wizards, I believe. Wizards. And um, she gets pregnant. Baby yep. comes out, I think a month after. Yeah. Divorces him. <laughs> and now allegedly is going to get $200,000 a month in child support. Mm. And then videos popped up of her back in the day saying, if you really want to come up off a check, just get pregnant by an NBA player mm. or yeah. by an athlete because they never want to wear condoms. Yeah, they're stupid. And they're stupid. They're the easiest ones to trick and yada, yada, yada. So yeah. people are putting these things together and they're saying, oh, my God, she totally tricked him. She was never into him. Yeah. In the first place, she just got up a check. And the second the baby came out, she was like, you're going to pay me for the rest of this baby's life. Yeah. Yep. Now, there is some discrepancy in terms of how much she's going to be making a month on this. But uh, two hundred thousand dollars a month sounds absolutely ridiculous. How much yeah. is that for eighteen years? I mean, forty-three million, I think. Quick. Wow, great math. No, I think I saw it somewhere. Oh, I saw it somewhere, and I think it was forty. Take credit million. for that shit, bro. Come no, on, because no, no, then Flex. you ask me if you ask me to calculate, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it is it is kind of fucking crazy, man. I have a feeling that that's not how much it is, and I also have a feeling like, you know, like if you're gonna be like an open thought, yeah, like you've got some emotional issues. Oh, yeah, dude. And who knows? Maybe P.J. Washington's got some emotional issues. Like, people getting divorced, especially people in public relationships, is not rare. This happens all the goddamn time. So I don't like to go at this that she has some, like, diabolical plan to get nutted in by some basketball player and then just collect checks for the rest of her life. That is maybe what happened. How old is he, though? 22. 22. She's 27. She got some. And how long they've been together? Maybe you could say she groomed him. I think some people were trying to Mm. say that. I mean, come on, grow up, bro. Can you groom an adult? Nah, I'm just saying, dude, if we're going to say that shit for women, you can say when this girl got groomed. But you get groomed when you're underage. Like, he's 22 years old. Like, yeah. you got to take some accountability. Like, I ain't doing that shit with dudes, bro. You, I, you got groomed. <laughs> you got groomed. You were literally groomed. She grooms your ass. Yeah. Okay? And that's why you're paying $200,000 a month because you let this bitch groom. Yeah, I got groomed this past July. I got groomed. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I I bought a fake TV. You know? I got groomed. That's it. I I wasn't gypped. You know? I wasn't wasn't an idiot. I wasn't a mark. I got groomed. You got groomed, bro. So that's why it is. It's like, come on, dudes. You should be, you should know better than this. And if she, if she convinced, I don't know. My assumption, I actually think that they like got along. It worked out. All of a sudden she gets pregnant. Shit's different. Who -hmm. knows what he was doing? Maybe he was doing some wild shit. Nobody talking about that. Yeah, because her history is she sucks. Yeah. This is the girl that wrote the fucking Colin Kaepernick had sex with me, but he wouldn't pay for my flights over. And like, who gives a fuck? King. Oh, that's right. Yeah, king. Dog. Yo, real king. Yeah, this guy's a hero. <laughs> yo, fuck that you. is a real yeah. fucking king, yo. Yeah, absolutely. That's an interesting conversation that nobody's talking about right now is, uh, is, is Kaepernick going to get vaxxed? <laughs> oh, no, dog. He took a knee on that vaccine, I bet. Because that's a tricky one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. now... He got to agree with all the people who hated him. <laughs> right? Oh, if he doesn't get the vax. If he doesn't get vax, yeah. if he's anti-vax, now he's got some common ground with all the people that hated mm. him for taking a knee. I don't think he has a problem having common ground with them, though. I think they might have a problem having common ground with him. 
You don't think that he has a problem having common ground with the people If it's that just, if it's like, oh, we share medical views, I don't think he cares. Right, right, right. I think right, if it's political right. views, maybe. It would be funny, though, if he came out super anti-vax, and now all the people that hate him have a real fucking quandary on their hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. do we support like, this guy? I just burned my jersey. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do? He's about to be their hero, bro. Yeah. And Nike gonna collect. Oh, dog, 100%. He gotta come out as anti-vax strongly. Yeah. Nike gonna make that fucking jersey. Just don't do it. Yeah. Back for Yeah. Gotta do it. We gotta see, man. That'd be an interesting thing. But yeah, the Brittany Renner thing, I don't know, man. Did me stop nothing in these girls, bro? Like, 43 million over 18 years. That's what it is. I don't think it's that. I don't think she's gonna get that. But still, like, what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're a 21 year old basketball player. These guys are like. Fucking a bad bitch. I think they were together a for a bad while. Bitch. Also, like, these guys are idiots mostly. She's right. Like, he just. You're a professional basketball player. You've just been coddled your entire fucking life. You know, ever since you're in high school, you're the superstar. Well, it, I think there's a shift. You go from not being coddled, having the shittiest life ever. Right. It sucks super yeah. hard. And then all of a sudden, incredibly coddled. Everyone loves you. You're like the hero of your town. Yeah. And then you have to do that transition in like eight months. Yeah, but I think that starts earlier now. That bas- I think there was a time when that was what it was like, like when people were undiscovered even until college. Yeah. But I think now, because there's so much money in basketball. Make college money and shit. Even college money before that. Like, I think there are people that are out there scouting you in middle school. Yeah. Like, you are hooping in middle school. They know that you're nice. You're going to all the basketball yeah. camps, and they're all the same camps. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who's good. You can have a social good. media presence that's popping. There's high schoolers with millions of followers. Yeah. Exactly. That right? doesn't change the fact that, like, you got abused by your mom or, like, your dad wasn't there when you were eight or whatever. Sure. I don't know if that's the case. Is that the yeah, case with him? I don't know. I mean, he could be some rich kid for all we fucking yeah, know, maybe. right? So it's like... But you're in that situation where most of these guys, they don't develop any real social skills. And that's going to fuck a relationship up, too. Like, if yeah. you just had your ass kissed your whole life, and all of a sudden you got a girl, and then she's yeah. telling you what to do, you're like, why are you telling me things? Yeah. Yeah. People just kiss my ass. Yes. I haven't booked a single flight. I don't book where I eat dinner. I just got tons of money. I can spend it wherever the fuck I want. I am the man, and you're treating me like I'm not. That's yeah. going to create a riff in a relationship, don't mm. you think? Yeah. Like, that's going to be hard to be with. Now, I'm not saying this is his fault, but we're automatically looking at this girl who is thotting it around for a while and sleeping with a lot of celebs and writing fucking books about it. We're automatically looking about, like, she's the one who planned this whole fucking thing. We don't know. No. He could be a social nincompoop. He could have no clue how to maintain a relationship. True. Yeah. And why would these guys? Why would they even have a relationship? Yeah. It's not shocking the first relationship that an NBA player gets into and has a kid gets fucked up. That's not shocking to me. Yeah. You out there on the road, you could be getting pussy and shit. This mm-hmm. is the tricky thing about putting your whole life online. She's like, I put my pussy on ice for you, <laughs> and you just started cheating on me with other groupie. I'm a groupie. You have both. Yeah. You have groupie pussy and wife <laughs> pussy. This is the best of both worlds. This is yeah. the dangerous, and you fucked it up. The dangerous thing about putting your whole life online is though, it's now you've given everybody context for who you are. Yeah. And her context is she sucks. Yeah, he didn't do that. I mean, he probably does, but he's not big on social media, so we don't know any of his context. Yeah. He's just a guy, so it's very easy when her context sucks to paint yeah. her as a yeah. piece of shit and him as a sweet kid. Way also, more evidence against her. He, yeah. There's way more evidence against her, and it's also the internet wants to hate her more. Why yes. would you hate him? Yeah. You know, he's the guy that you would love to be. Yeah, You'd yeah. love to be in the NBA and That's have true. an 85 million dollar contract or 43 true. million, whatever the fuck he got, right? Yeah. And the girl that you hate the most is this gold digging bitch. Yeah. Because you hate women like that because they're the ones that rejected you because you ain't got no gold to dick. Yeah. Right. So, of course, the internet is going to go crazy over right. this And situation. if you're a woman, you're like, man, this girl got paid for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm over here. I got to work double shift at Wendy's. And this girl's mm-hmm. getting paid 200000 a month. To just sit in her fucking ass. Yeah. yeah. Work out. Whatever it is. So, we don't know what it is. We don't know the whole situation. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I think a lot of people don't realize a lot of these athletes are just like... 
They do not have the social skills. They're not good with girls. They're like uncomfortable and awkward around yeah. girls. They got no free time. Like they're literally spending all day working out, fucking doing their shit. That's it. And if, when they're not, they're just hanging with their buddies. Playing video games. Yeah. They're dudes. nerds. Yeah. It's not like it was back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, you still had to be kind of cool kid in the neighborhood. You might have come from like a rough situation. You might even been, if you like really from the hood, you might even been banging right up until you went to college. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's like you were still trying to get pussy on the side and these girls didn't give a fuck that you were in high school playing basketball. They didn't know you were going to go to the NBA. Yeah. Now they know. Yeah. And every girl in your high school goes, he's going to the NBA. Yeah. If you think the Ball Brothers didn't have groupies in high school, you out your goddamn mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you think LeBron didn't have groupies in high school, you out your goddamn mind. Yeah. You were a superstar since you were 16 years old, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Should every NBA team just have, like, a team therapist? They that, do. Yeah. Are they required to go to see them? They do. They they're not to? required, but the smart ones actually go and they get stuff from I'm it. I'm like, if you're required to go to the gym, you got to be required to get your mental and your emotional 100%. figured out. Like, and that's, to be honest, that's on the GMs. Yeah. The, every, he's, the thing is, he's not, I don't want to say not good enough, but he's not uh, successful enough as a player to have like a handler. Right. He's not making a huge game impact. So yeah. It's like, yeah. But every player on the team that's like big time has a handler. Right. They yeah. have a personal guy who's there. Yeah. To make sure they have everything they need. Right. Yeah. Plus a personal agent. And Plus a personal, a personal agent on that yeah. side. But like there's a somebody... fixer, too. You're like, take care of shit exactly. if you need it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, this, this girl giving me this problem. Go, hey, go this girl won't it. leave my hotel room. Got it. Don't worry about it. We'll work on it. Yeah. And they're there as a liaison for the team. Right. Now, sometimes it's an assistant coach. Sometimes it's somebody outside the organization. But the worse you are, the less people care about you on the yep. team. Yep. Simple as that. Mm. So he probably didn't have somebody on the team going, yo, I just want to let you know that... This chick has been around a little bit, yeah. so you should be careful. Like Dirk, you know, remember when Dirk got caught up in yeah, that shit? Yeah, dude. So they were telling that they had a t- they had a guy on the team. Yeah, the Mavs had a guy on the team that told Dirk the deal with the girl. Right. Be careful. Yeah. But he was caught up in that black pussy for the first time. This is a German kid. Right. You know what I mean? He never had that southern black pussy. It's a different game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So it didn't work. But afterwards, there was a lot of trust that was built because the guy basically warned him. Right. Mm. So do not get got. Yeah. Also, yeah. this is why I don't believe to what you said about him not being that good is why I have trouble with 200,000 a year. Because that's 43 million over the course of the the 18 years. Yeah. We don't know he's going to make 43 million in contracts, period. Yeah, and then it changes, right? Like if he if his contract like okay. they don't re-sign him after 3 years or he's out the league after 3 years, right. then it's just the percentage of your income. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair because enough. I mean that'd be impossible to maintain. Yeah. Like, he'd have to play in the NBA for the next 18 years. Yeah, yeah. 200000 a month is 2.4 in child support a year. Yeah. And I don't know what he's probably making. 2019-2020 season, he made 3.8. Yeah. The Hornets. So that seems crazy. You're yeah, getting it's over not accurate. Money. It's not accurate. But who knows, man? Free P.J. Washington. Yeah. What about Kelly, Kelly Clarkson's husband? What is he getting? He's getting paid out by Kelly Clarkson. And oh, the they're, they're per- prenup held up. She had a prenup. That's all her. You got onto the prenup. Don't be upset at that shit. You no. decided to have. You think he was the one that sprung the prenup? Well, on apparently you? her uh, number, from what I'm understanding, was higher than the prenup that he got awarded, and then she was able to be like, "No, nah, I got the fucking prenup. Honor the prenup." Kind of like Dr. Dre and Nicole. But oh, he a bitch ass dude then. Yeah. Why are you trying to get more? You yeah, signed the papers. Signed a prenup, cuck. Nah, you're a bitch ass. Hundred fifty thousand in spousal support plus four hundred fifty forty five thousand in child support every month. So he's getting two hundred thousand from Kelly Clarkson a month. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the settlement number? Yeah, I don't know if that's monthly. Yeah, nearly 200K a month that's in spousal, that's crazy, child support. Guys, how yeah. dare you want more, dude? Yeah, I want to be like, yeah, finally we got it back, but you are a loser. Yeah. 
you were a loser. The only way I can support this is if he worked for her in some capacity. If he like had, was some sort of like side manager, you know, how sometimes like eventually you just, your business becomes so big that the, it is more lucrative for you to have your family working for you than them working regular mm-hmm. jobs. Like for example, let's say he was not exactly the manager, but the day to day, what do they call it? A PM or something like that? Or he's like operations guy or something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Like, and you would pay your operations manager $200,000 a year anyway. Your husband has a skill set that's going to make him $75,000 a year. Just do that. Now he gets fi- now he gets fired because yeah. you're no longer together. Right. So what is he supposed to do? He gave up his life so he could work with you. 150000 a month or a year? It's close to 200000 a month according to You know who he New is? York he's Daily the Dark Knight. He's not the hero we want, but he's the hero we need. <laughs> we need more of these dudes to get over on these girls so women start being like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. This is bullshit. This spousal support. We need more of these guys. We yeah. don't respect him, but mm-hmm. we need him. No. I'm a, I mean, look, if that's the prenup, I'm okay. Y'all made an agreement. Yeah. I'm cool with it. 100%. And she should be cool with it, too. Yeah. But if you're asking for more than the agreement, you are a bitch-ass dude. Go get a job, you loser. Make some fucking money. Provide for your family. What a pathetic motherfucker <laughs> to just get a check he's from also, your wife. He's also going to get paid enough. Say again? He's also going to get paid enough. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like the prenup good. was like 20000 a year. Like, yeah. He's getting paid. I think the prenup was you know, crazy. Why mo- do you get more spousal support than child support? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. Support yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. Maybe That's the kids crazy, are older. Bro. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, he sought four hundred thousand in spousal support. Oh, he's a he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, what a loser, dude. Yeah, absolutely. What an absolute fucking loser. What's this guy's name? Uh, let me check right here. Brandon Blackstock. Yeah, no, nah, he's you're a loser, Brandon Blackstock. You're a fucking <laughs> loser. Go get a job, make some money, dude. There's something about a man getting a handout yeah. <laughs> that is pathetic. I don't respect it. That being said. I'll take that PPP loan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's something, ugh, imagine every month, here's your allowance. I would, I would sign the check, your allowance. <laughs> I think that Kelly Clarkson should be able to put the check in whatever way she will. Like. Black stock The charity. memo? The memo yeah, should yeah. say baby's allowance. Baby's allowance. Here's <laughs> baby's allowance. Enjoy. Wow. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. Are you kidding me? $150,000 you got to pay a month? Wow. It's just balling. All right, yeah. what else we got? Oh, you heard about this nurse in Germany? No, what's going on? Okay, so it was a nurse in Germany. We don't know yet, last I checked, if it was politically motivated or if she just, like, dropped, like, a ton of vials of the vaccine. Yeah. We don't know if it's one or the other or both, but she injected 8,000 Germans with saline solution instead of vaccine. Oh. So now they're having to go back through and figure out everybody she might have injected with vaccine. Right. And you don't know for sure if it was vaccine or actual saline or actual vaccine. Yeah. And they are having to come in and get revaccinated. So mm. I think 2,400 so far or something have been revaccinated. But, like, you time don't will, know. Time will tell if this woman is a hero or a villain. <laughs> because if the vaccine ends up, you know, causing fucking cancer or doing something crazy, and she gave 8,000 people saline, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of lies. She's the Corey Tenboom yeah. of vaccines. Who's that? She, she hit a bunch of Jews in Germany. Oh. Yeah. So she's like, uh-huh. Schindler. This Schindler. is Schindler's yeah. list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But if she ends up killing these motherfuckers because they all get dealted out of here. Then she's Hitler. Then she's Hitler. <laughs> Schindler's Vax. Oh, my vax. God. Yeah. This is really interesting. We got to keep tabs on this story. 
The yeah. motive of the nurse, was, uh, who was not named, was not clear, but she had aired skeptical views about vaccines and social media posts. Aye, aye, aye. No, she was anti-vax. How do you not do- like, check a person's background if they're going to be administering the vaccine? <laughs> like, just go through their social media in the past two months and just see what they're saying about it. Yeah, I don't want anti-war <laughs> like, how generals. how fucking hard is that? I don't want a general that's like a pacifist. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm yeah, like I don't my arm care. Together. You're not busy. You're hospital administrative. You're not busy like fucking frontline workers. <laughs> yeah. You're backline. This is all you got to do. Let's yeah. just see what this bitch thinks. This is free healthcare, yo. Enjoy that shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is free healthcare. This is yeah. what you get. You know what else is free saline? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it causes yeah. nothing. Get some sugar water in your shoulder. Yeah. Yo, I want to know all like the the husbands whose wife was complaining about the vaccine. She's like, yeah, I just feel super sick. Like, I, <laughs> I, I can't do anything. I, I, we can't have sex tonight. I just have a, a terrible headache. And he's My like, arms he's like, bitch, you lied me. the whole time. Yeah. She's like, no, it was a saline reaction, I think. It's uh, also going to be real. Like, you know, people were like, dude, I got the vaccine. I barely even felt it. I was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a rude awakening, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. A bunch of those people are probably anti-vax now. They're like, this vaccine didn't do anything. I got COVID twice. Yeah. My grandma died. <laughs> this vaccine sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, word. She could have killed she, thousands of people. She, like, They're going to have to go through and see all these patients. And if they gave COVID to anybody and any of those people died, their murder, she's responsible for Because the reason, I, I, I just remember this, I completely forgot, but I think the reason that I got the vaccine is so I could see my parents. Yeah. I was, I just felt so horrible that I could give them yeah. the virus and it would kill them. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God, so many people probably got the vaccine for the same reason, <laughs> went to go visit their old ass parents, yep. Merck, Merck. Finally. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of one of the pharmaceutical companies in Germany is Merck, so... Is oh, it? True. Go. Yeah. What a horrible name. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, okay, last story. Robin is bisexual. Let's go. This is one Robin, I believe, that this yeah. is like in the multiverse. Yeah, I think so. Um, he's bi. I kind of always felt that, though. What does that mean? Yeah, we always thought Robin was gay. So bi is... is They're actually less progressive. Regressive, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What is, but what's the deal? Like, why? What's, why do, why is this an announcement? She, she said, I read the author said something to the effect of, like, you know, I just started, the character just started speaking for himself. Yeah. And that shit is so funny. I just let the words come out of his mouth, and he was bisexual. Yeah. Like, that's such a weird way. <laughs> yes, Only a fucking writer would say something that's <laughs> stupid. But what is it? Like, why do you see him hooking up with guys yes. and girls? He accepts a date from a guy. Yes. That's it. Yeah. But I'm, at that point, I'm like, just make him gay. Why does he have a storyline? <laughs> is it a Robin? Is like a, is it a Robin comic, or is so. he within Batman? I think he's within Batman. Cut it. <laughs> Just cut it. Why does he have a storyline? Nobody cares about Robin. Because you got to come out with issues all the time. These comic books. When did Marvel become so fucking woke? This is DC. DC. Oh shit. Yeah. When did comics become so woke? <laughs> No, well, there's like comic a books, comic comics, comedians. It's always kind of woke. Yeah, though, there's right? also a history of comic books. Also, being they've been like, like anti-war, woke, anti-war. They like dealt with AIDS things before. Yeah, there's like some anti-capitalism that, shit. Like, like really, yeah, comics yeah. have always been like a little bit on the progressive front. I mean, uh. these comics were written by nerdy ass scrawny Jews and like wish fulfillment of like being bullied, moving to America from Nazis. That's right. why they have. Also, I think a woke person would write a much better bad guy. Someone who's not woke, he's, this guy's going to be a piece of shit. Thanos is an ill-ass bad guy ah. because you're like, I kind of have empathy for this guy. The way he's written, you have whoever created Thanos had empathy for like, the bad guy. Let's make a bad guy that's a little bit complex. Yeah. He just has a plan that doesn't, it's not the worst plan you've ever heard. 
to fix yeah. everything. It's a solution. Uh, Daredevil, I remember watching that Marvel show that it wasn't great, but the bad guy was great because you really like empathize Kingpin. with him. Kingpin. Kingpin. He came from mm. like a fucking shit home and they really paint his picture in a way that gives you empathy for him. Only a woke person is going to do that. Why? Mm. Why? Why? Is because that? a conservative, like not woke person doesn't have any empathy for a criminal. That's a criminal. Kill him. I don't give a fuck. But what if you get the conservative to write that character as if they're the hero and then just take the script away from them? <laughs> so so yeah. it's like it's like what is the best way to solve world hunger? Well, if we just had half the people, then there'd be <laughs> twice as much food, and then people wouldn't be hungry. Thank you very much. That'd be great. And, uh, we'll just finish this off here. Yeah. That's what you do. That's what you got. Yeah. You get the extreme conservative to write the villains as if they're heroes. That's yeah. what they do with the uh, Red School. Go. They got a conservative. They're like, all right, who's the good guy? They're like, oh, I think Jordan Peterson. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to make him like, uh, he's going to reach out to young men. He's going to like uh, help them. He's going to change their lives. And they're like, okay, we'll take that. Tony Hesey Coates was like, he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the strategy. <laughs> yeah. You've got to write the villain as if he's the hero. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it works. You can look at every single one. I bet you Kingpin was some like real estate mogul just trying to revitalize Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> right? Like, this is a shitty neighborhood. We got to bring it back. We got to yeah. get rid of the You got to get rid of the riffraff. What are we yeah. doing? There's so Kill much riffraff. You got fucking bird scooters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Homeless crackheads yeah. fucking ruining hotels. That's interesting. Yeah. Take it away. We Boom. like the Joker. Blind guy. The Joker. Yeah. The Joker. I'm still, it's like a weird I don't really know one. why he's good, but people love him. People love the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's almost like uh, a conservative didn't write that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just too crazy. But people still love him, though. Yeah. They, we do love why him. Why is he so fucking great? Chaos. Dude? He's the best. It's pure chaos. It's pure no chaos. motive, no nothing. Chaos and that's for really chaos. Romantic. It's chaos a romantic guy. Yeah. 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 Yep. There's, something, there's something really intoxicating about uh, somebody who doesn't want anything but chaos. He loves his craft. <laughs> yeah. I still remember the line from The Dark Knight, Gotham deserves a better class of criminal, I think is what he says. Yeah. Uh, and funny. he just burns the money and it's yeah. like, man, that's, <laughs> that's fucking cool. He's, he's I mean, unreasonable. Non Non-negotiable. He's a that? purist. Yeah, well, Batman and, and, and the Joker respect each other. Well, they have like a, the perfect relationship. Yeah. Because the Joker stops once Batman breaks his code. Mm. So it's like if Batman, all the Joker wants is for Batman to break. Yeah. It's just like, I want you to prove that you're full of shit. Yeah. So you just kill me and I'll stop. I won't do anything. Just kill somebody. I just want you to kill. Yeah. And Batman's like, I can't kill. So he could yeah. stop the Joker immediately. Yeah. All you gotta do is just kill him. Yeah. And he just refuses. Kind of selfish, bro. Real stupid. He is to be selfish. Honest. Real fucking retard, this guy. Ugh. Just kill him. Yeah, yeah, dude. He Come won't on, do Batman. it. Batman. And nobody would care. Nobody knows who you are. Ugh. You're yeah. saving lives. You're saving way more lives think, this way. Maybe yeah. Batman's gay, dude. Say what? Maybe Batman's gay. Yeah, like <laughs> constantly flaunting. Like, oh, look how many women I'm on a yacht with. You oh, are a big yeah. time He's gay. closeted, yeah, dude. Super gay. 100%. He's deeply closeted. He wears the, the mascara and shit all over. <laughs> How's he so rich? Gay. Gay. Dual income. Dual income, no Dual kids. Income, him and Alfred. No him and Alfred. Yeah, it's just dude. him and, it, and what? That's a very common relationship with gays, right? Exactly. You have like the older man yeah. who kind of mentors you. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was an orphan, so Alfred groomed him up. Mm. Groomed him. Groomed him up. Whoa. He He won't eat pussy. <laughs> he yeah. definitely won't eat pussy. Wait a minute, Catwoman, he wasn't about it? No, he remember they tried to have him go down on the girl and they said something like superheroes don't do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't eat pussy, Batman? Yeah, remember that when the character was speaking for himself and then you cut that shit out? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Now Robin's over here smoking cocks? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Make Robin full gay. That's what I want. Yeah, just go That's, all yeah. in. Why is he bi? Like I that that's know. so soft. Yeah. Make it, his name I guess his name is bi in it, but other than that, yeah. there's no other reason why he shouldn't be full gay. Yeah. Yeah, why aren't they making him full fucking gay? 
Yeah. Gotta go gay, man. There's no gay superheroes. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they wanted to represent everybody like, to be more inclusive. Yeah. But there's no gay superheroes. Start there. Yeah. And do they not know that we consider bi people gay? <laughs> yeah. They got to they gotta pretend we don't. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, when anybody says to you, yeah, I'm bi, you're like, oh, you're gay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unless it's a girl. And yeah. then you're like, oh, you're straight. You yeah, just yeah, like yeah. attention. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, bi girls, we think, are straight and want attention. Yeah. Bi dudes, we're like, you are gay. Yeah, you're in denial. And you are in denial. Full denial. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, let's. I mean, do you guys believe in in buy <laughs> for guys? Yeah, yeah, probably. Nah, <laughs> I don't. Wait, why? Because if you were, I think you would just choose the side that was easiest for your life. So then they hook up with guys. No, girls. But societally, it's, it's easier to hook up with guys. Way less scrutiny. Though. Yeah, but societally, like, but if you're like, oh, I'm trying to get my dick sucked, I'll get it from a guy or a girl. You get a guy to do it yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the same maybe time, you just want your odds to be the highest. Yeah, a hundred. I think that that could exist, but I think like most of your day is not spent fucking. Yeah, right. Most of your days, you know, you're at work, you have a friend group, you have your family, mm. and all of them could reject you if you're gay. Mm. Yeah, right. So you're like, I don't want to give up all that for some shit I only half like. Mm. <laughs> I like it just as much as other shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like somebody asked me, "You want to eat bread or rice?" And I'm like, "Hold on, the rice. I am way skinnier." I'm going to go rice, mm. right? It was easy for me to give up bread. I love bread. I'm bi. Mm. I am bi for bread. Yeah. But I was able to give it up because my life is way easier if I just live the right, uh, if I just eat the rice. You're so then baguette. they're real. Say what? You're a baguette. I'm a baguette. <laughs> I love some baguettes, bro. Yeah. Why don't we call girls baguettes? baguettes? You said this. Oh, I have? Okay, yeah. good. That's why I said it. Call back. <laughs> fucking two years ago. My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I mean, this is just no, such a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Robin's gay, dude. Robin's and by gay. gay, I mean by. Do think you think he, that he won't come out as full gay because he's worried what Batman will think? Yeah. <laughs> That's 100%. really what it is. 100%. That's what it is. He doesn't want to let Batman down. Yeah. Because Batman doesn't. You know, really... Batman just thinks he's gay. Batman's like, bro, you've been gay from the jump. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why I tell you karate outfit. so you can defend yourself, bro. <laughs> like, do something. I make you wear underwear outside your pants for a reason, dude. Yeah. Like, come on. Keep You're... your butthole covered, dude. <laughs> oh God, I know you dude. put some fucking zip tie in there so you could open up that giggy hole anytime a hot <laughs> Batman wears mom. tights. Robin wears full ass pantyhose. He does wear pantyhose. Yeah. Some little bitch ass shit for no reason. About it. No reason. And a cape. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Robin, dude. Yeah. Gymnastics? Come on, dog. Oh, is Come that on. what he came from? Yeah. No, no, from the trapeze. <laughs> that's his background. That's uh, from the trapeze yeah, at the circus. Gymnastics, dog. He's a circus kid? Yeah. yeah. He's a freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's theater a... kids are always gay. That makes sense. Yeah, but he's not theater. He's, he's a, a carnival a freak. kid. He's a freak. He's a carnival kid. Theater. Yeah, it is. Uh... Basically the same thing. Yeah. Has, is it? Yeah, are I we talking Cirque du Soleil? Are we talking uh, traveling carnies? Is Robin Asian? No. Well, he does wear a mask. He does wear a mask. Just over his eyes. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I think we don't know what he is. Yeah, I keep thinking of him as Dark Knight Robin. He does have that Asian haircut with the side part all the way over. He's fucking head. Asian, dude. You don't think of yeah. Chris O'Donnell? Uh, what? Is it George Clooney Batman don't, Robin? Don't consider it. The only rab Robin that I know is the one from Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Mm. What's that actor? Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's the only one I know. We never got to be Robin. Say again. He never got to be Robin. I know they tease that shit yeah. a little bit. Ugh. Yeah, definitely not gay. But this Robin, gay Asian, 100%. Mm. Not bi, gay Asian. Full on gay Asian. <laughs> and they got to let him tell his story. Yeah. Yes. They're trying to suppress his let story. Let him write his own story. They're trying to let, yeah, they're trying to let him be palatable. 
And he's gay, so he'll write a good story, probably. Bro, if you were bi, though, as an Asian. (laughs) Come on, now. No. Come on, now. I'm saying a bi Asian, like, the ladyboys is just the ideal situation for you, right? Oh, yeah. It is best of both worlds. Serve it up. The hottest girls that have cocks. Yes. Everything you want. Mm -hmm. Maybe Uh he's not bi. He's just been around so many ladyboys. He's just like, whoa. (laughs) They know what they're doing. This is the life. This is the life. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 100% 100% served up on a tee for him, you know, what right I mean? there for testosterone. Yeah, yeah. full tee. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. Robin is full gay. I'm happy for him. Me too. Uh huh. Shouts to you, Robin. Guys I hope utility. your character keeps speaking, bro. <laughs> what a stupid fucking thing. Guys, utility belt. He's ready to party, dude. Yeah, he is. Okay, um. Guys, is there anything else before we get out of here? I don't think so. I think we out of here. Yo, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you on Patreon. Patreon.com slash flagrant2. We will see you this Friday. Uh, Sorry about the, uh, the, if the visuals aren't up to par. Once again, we were completely abandoned by uh, Alex Media, and we yeah. thought that he would do some sort of due diligence to maintain the quality of this show. <laughs> I bet you the quality of the WTF Media shows are doing just fine mm. without <laughs> him. Uh, nice and crisp, right? Mm. Not wow. a single thing changes. He's mm. not even over there, but this changes. When Alex he abandoned us, bro. He abandoned us. Hurt, hurt people, people, hurt people. people. <laughs> All right. Guys, thank you all so much. Have a great one. Peace.